1: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 45 of FPL Black Box. I have got a big smile on my face and it's not just because of a green arrow this week. There are multiple reasons why I'm smiling and if you stick through this and the Q&A, you will find out why. How are you, Mark?
0: It, yeah, not looking forward to this, really. <laughs> no, I am. I'm, I'm looking forward to chatting to you about FBL, of course. Always am. Uh, we're up against the might of Champions League football and Green Arrow tonight, so I'm not expecting mm. too many live chatters, but it's welcome to anyone in the live chat. Thank you for sticking with us. Obviously, there's Champions League football going on while we're doing this show and we'll catch up with that later and it will have repercussions I think on some of my decisions mm. tonight's games but tonight we're going to talk about various things we're not going to dwell on the predictions or anything like that we're going to spend most of the time <laughs> no we're doing
1: time. 90 minutes on the predictions no, I think no we're not doing
0: that for reasons that we reveal ourselves like we're going to talk about um it's that Ronaldo chap isn't there yeah you're not you're not a huge fan are you um the jury's out. It's fair to say. <laughs> oh, the jury's
1: out. Is it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the jury's out. I, I, I'm being billed as some kind of anti-Ronaldo figure on Twitter, and I, you know, I am. I am kind of trying to represent the the opposing view to. We must get him at all costs. He's going to score thirty <laughs> goals immediately. No, so I don't agree with that. And um, I'll give my opinions on what I thought of his debut and what I think so far. Yeah. Um, we're going to look at can we get Ronaldo and Lukaku and Salah. And Trent in one team as can we? Can we really?
1: Well, we can with massive sacrifices that have to be made. Um yeah, I'm gonna present a team that I put together. I I'm gonna try and defend it, but we all know that when you try and build a team with with all these heavy hitters, you have to you have to make sacrifices elsewhere. And I'm not totally convinced on it, but it is it is an option.
0: It is an option, of course, yes. And and we'll look at we'll look at a team you put together and we'll look at why. I've, I'm aiming for something different, um, and it has lots of views on this. And, it, and it's just fascinating, isn't it, that we've got these these two players have arrived in our game, the brand new heavies, as I called them in the, t- the name of the show, who have completely changed our outlook. Um, mm, and we our needed it, didn't to, we? Yeah, we really did. We really did. And it's already led to more variance in the scores, as we'll see when we look at um, the uh, the various leagues. But what hasn't, hasn't led to much variance in our scores because we both got, got seventy six, didn't we? Both got seventy
1: six. Yeah. I overtook you briefly again. Um for two hours, was it? Was it? <laughs> uh, yeah, until Lukaku scored uh, two goals and matched Ronaldo. I was I was ahead of you briefly. So it's coming. It's so, coming.
0: Yeah, I still kept my record of not being... Um, you oh. haven't even been level with me so far since we started this show, have I we? Know. So. For, for,
1: for all of my smugness, there is there is that horrible record that I really need to address at some point. Uh, hopefully it'll be this week, but looking at my team, I doubt it, to be
0: honest. Well, you're on a winning streak, though. As we'll see across the show. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about Antonio as well, Calvert, Lewin, Bamford. Oh, my hamstrings ping in, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> uh, what else are we going to talk about? Oh, yeah, we've got some data on the season so far. Um, and what we've tried to do is we've had an eye on whether the home advantage is, is back with us. Um, it's something we talked about pre-season that, that we expected home advantage to be more of an, a thing this year. And four games in, very early, a cool, small sample. We're going to look at how that's faring to last mm. season and previous seasons. Some fascinating data, as you come to expect from FBL Black Box. Let's look at your <laughs> um, score for the week. Look at that new, shiny, new screens. Look at that team shot.
1: Look. Have you have you had like 10 coffees tonight, Mark? Because I've, I've, ne- I've never seen you so animated. It's, yeah. it's great. Well, Do you like that? Do you like my handiwork? Oh, it's lovely. Yeah, yeah really nice. Drop shadows and everything. Look. Yeah, really nice. Mm. I'm so this is
0: your team, 76 points. Talk us through it. Name the team for the podcast listeners first of all.
1: So we've got Sanchez in goal with six, Trent with 12, Veltman with six, and Sufa with six. Look at that. Clean sweep for the second time this season of, uh, of defenders. And both times have involved a Brighton double up as well. So, you know, the, the old Sanchez-Veltman double up is, is doing well. Uh, Salah with eight, Greenwood with five, Grealish and Rama both with three, and then Tony with two, Antonio with minus one, Uh, And then the big man, of course, captained Ronaldo with 26. So I took a hit for that. I bought in Greenwood and Ronaldo. I was freaking out right until kind of the deadline, to be honest, about what I was going to do. I was debating the minus eight to bring in Jota and lose Simakas. And in the end, I just went with Greenwood and Ronaldo. And it's actually, I mean, obviously it's short term, but it paid off the best out of all the things I was considering straight away. And... I thought Greenwood was, was was good again. I think, you know, I'm not worried about him losing his place. He had the rest as well in the Champions League, which was nice. And I'm pretty happy with this team at the moment, I think, until Antonio got injured and then I'm playing Billy Gilmore, as we're going to touch on later. Are you?
0: Is it going to come to that?
1: I think it probably is, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah,
0: I mean, we got away with the Jossa thing, I think. It's something I'm going to talk about later. Mm. Jota's is definitely on my radar because we've learned that Firmino could be out longer. We've got to wait for him more from Klopp on that but it looks like he's going to miss Palace and probably Brentford too and I did fear Jota going into that league yeah, game um, and he, he, they were let's put it this way Liverpool were lively weren't they they really should have got more goals and more points across that front three
1: well Mane bailed us out of of Jota not getting a, at least a couple of assists yeah so yeah th- thanks for that Um yeah it was it was it was scary watching it I mean he's like we've talked about on, on this show before, he, he's just top of all the metrics pretty much of, of you know, shots and everything. He, he's And he's cheap as well, like at 7.6 or whatever he is. So I think he's an absolutely fantastic option. I think, you know, people who wildcarded and got him in can feel a bit aggrieved that they didn't uh, get any points from him. But if you've got him, you stick with him. He's a, he's a great option going forward, I think. 7.7
0: uh, seven he is. I should know because I'm keeping a keen eye seven on him. Seven, uh, we're yeah. going to talk about Mr. Ronaldo and probably Greenwood a bit later. Um, Trent again, low, ridiculous.
1: No, I mean, yeah, eight point five I mean, points per game is it now? Yeah, it's a shame that you know the injury to Harvey Elliott, you mm. know, has, has kind of been unlocking him a bit, hasn't it? And I don't think Trent's going to completely you know go off the radar with Elliott out, but that kind of sort of part well, partnership, I don't know what you call it, but they were working well together, weren't they? Sort of yeah. Elliott dropping back and Trent bombing forward. So it's a shame, isn't it? These 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 young players they they break into the side and. You see it quite often. They they suffer some injury like this and and now he's gonna have to work and get his 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 place back and it's just come at the worst possible time. So it's it's devastating. But yeah, Trent is is just I mean, you know, for all the talk about all the premiums we need and Salah Ronaldo, Lukaku, lots of people dropping Trent thinking he's not intentional. I just think him and Salah are just they can go nowhere. They're the ones. Yeah. If I, you had I, to if you had to pick two. You just have to stick with them.
0: I've got to I agree think. with you. And, and and you know, we, we showed it in last week's show about his potential new positioning, more infield, further forward. Mm. And, and Elliot played a part in that. We've got to see now whether not having him there is going to make a difference. Because he definitely was covering him and he's obviously got legs to track back and it really helped. So, you know, we, as Trent owners, we'd like to see that continue. But we'll have to, have to wait and see. But if it does continue, you know, it's, it's kind of like, I thought we'd seen full-backs evolve fully. I thought we'd seen the end of it. And then I guess Cancelo at City has taken it further and Trent is playing in that kind of mm. position again. And I and I, I do think we're seeing full backs evolve a little bit further this season, as in their contribution to the attack is, is in is getting even greater, it seems, in the in teams like Chelsea, City and Liverpool. And Trent is the epitome of that, I think.
1: Yeah, it's it's coming into the middle, isn't it, more and, mm. and sort of being able to dictate play a bit more. I mean we've seen a bit from like Reese James, for example. Um, Cancelo Trent it's, it's a yeah I I don't, I don't know if Pep sort of started it originally but that's always been sort of one of the key tactics that he's used is, is having that kind of extra midfielder coming in from the way, from the from the fullback position and yeah they, they do it great and Trent's the best to do it I mean he's the quality of his past and his vision is just unparalleled he's just he's just such a great player to watch yeah. and Liverpool are just back like Liverpool just oh, playing yeah. well swashbuckling football Van Dijk coming back just cannot be underestimated. He just, he gives confidence to everyone in the side, midfield, the full backs to push on, like everyone's just happier and playing good football again and good for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, 76 for me. Also um, my team, Sanchez, Trent, Veltman, Shaw, that's 12, six and five. So again, returns at the back. Yep. And Bumo, one point, he was a lucky loan. I mean, how many chances did he have again at home? Mm. Absolutely. Just not, didn't get the run the ball for the one in the second half. Should have done better with one in the first half. And then Brighton ran out winners.
1: Um But you 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 know, you have got your double Brighton defense. So if he'd scored, you yeah, he would have Yeah,
0: absolutely. I guess I guess <laughs> that, that was the that was the play, wasn't it? Salah on eight, Fernandes on eight. I kept Bruno, of course. Um Saar only returned two points, disappointed with him. I didn't think he showed up too much against Wolves. He had that one cross he set up for King, which something could have come on that, but it wasn't to mm. be. Rama with the three, very disappointing, went off after the hour mark and we're going to look at West Ham and the European fixtures and see how that's going to influence things and our thinking there. Antonio with a minus one and then Lukaku, um, you know, not Ronaldo, of course, but 26 points as well. Yeah, um, And I can't tell you uh, the scenes in this shed when, Ronaldo, um, when Lukaku got that second goal in stoppage time. There was some leaping about, swearing and raised voices at that point.
1: Imagine the exact opposite of that. And that's how I reacted when I saw him score that second goal. Well, you, uh,
0: you sent me a message on WhatsApp when Ronaldo scored. So I, as soon as the Lukaku first goal went in, I went, "How'd you like those apples, in eh? And then, obviously, with the second one, I was too busy celebrating to text.
1: But time. I wasn't dissing Lukaku for an no, entire. No, no, but you were gloating.
0: <laughs> you were gloating that you had Ronaldo and he'd scored. And I so I thought I'd, you know, I'd return the favor when Lukaku banged in the first one. I was hoping floodgates will open. Fifteen minutes, mm. one goal. I was going, "Oh, he's going to get a hat trick here." But Chelsea didn't get him the ball, no. did they? It was so Fewest frustrating. Fewest touches. Fewest touches on really? the pitch.
1: Well, yeah. few touches for the pitch or few touches for Chelsea anyway. He was, yeah. But, I mean, the goals he scored were very different to the goals that Ronaldo scored, which were definitely helped somewhat by the goalkeeper of Newcastle. I'm, Whereas I'm, Lukaku's... Uh, you're going to admit
0: we, that. Glad you're admitting that.
1: Yes. The Lukaku's were just stunning goals, weren't they? I mean, you just watched them and just like, yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> He's quite good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think on the... When it comes to the fear factor from the eye test, Lukaku is is topping Ronaldo at the moment. Like, everything he seems to do seems to be impressive. Um, not that Ronaldo is not doing that, but Lukaku is kind of like making a statement with some of his goals at the moment. I mean, even the one last night, you see the one in the Champions League, hmm. it was such a deft header. Like he, he got up, but the, just the way he guided it into the. It, it, he's matured as a goal scorer so much since we saw him at Everton United, and that's what's. You know, I guess he's, he's more recently been in the Premier League than Ronaldo. Hmm.
1: Um, so well, I he's think, at his peak, isn't he? He's, what, yeah. he's younger than, than Ronaldo. He's ridiculously no, strong, ridiculously fast. He's got everything going sure. for him.
0: But it's just interesting to see in that, in that period with Milan how he's grown as a goal scorer hmm. in terms of taking opportunities. Um, I don't think he was really wasteful at Everton United. Maybe he was. Maybe at United he was very frustrating, I think, in terms of getting into positions. But so far for Chelsea, he's been absolutely ruthless as does Ronaldo yeah, yeah. or United. <laughs> um, the,
1: on your, on your team, mm-hmm. you you've, you've, it's interesting because you've basically got three, well you have, you've got three premiums and Trent. So the team I'm going to present mm. is kind of just a variation of yours. Yeah. My problem with it was the kind of midfielders I've got. Are you not a bit worried about having Embomo, Saar and Ben Rama? They mm. all seem like they're, they've had their day. Well, yeah. Mbomo's never had his day, but. Yeah. Well, that, he's ever gonna that, have
0: it. that is why, you know, Bruno's got to go, I think. Um, because I don't think you can take this forward. And that's going to be my case when I show where I want to get to with the team. Mm. Um, I, I think that that's the big thing about having three three of those big hitters in there. You are lessening your ability to make impact with your transfers because the players you're taking out are like 6 million midfielders at best or 5.5. So, you know, while there are good options like Gallagher, um, DeCore and stuff, how long is that going to last? And, you know, being able to react to a 7.5 million midfielder who's in form, I think, is where I want to be, and I can't mm. do that with this team, not without taking Bruno out. So that that kind of pushes me towards it. But more mm. on that, more on that later on. Uh, great in the good league. Let's have a look how we're doing. We got we pushed up the table a bit, pushed up the table. Lot of green arrows about, only four reds. Um, so a good a good week all round for the for the great and the good league generally. Magnus' top score was seventy-nine with his wild card. Did you see? Very nice. Bamiyang. Bamiyang, yeah. Getting, yeah, that's yes, um
1: yeah. Very, very good
0: indeed. Yeah, let's see what he does with that. I think I know what he's gonna do with that. Um he captain Lukaku, he's gonna he's gonna double on Ronaldo and Lukaku, of course, by the looks of it. So yeah, up to second for Magnus behind Tom Stevenson, who's still out on top, uh, he's ranked 20,661 in the world. We both got green hours. I'm up to 231k, you're up to 319k. We've got to be pleased with that, haven't we, this time last year? No, what?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Look at Fabio struggling. See you later, Fabio. I've, you know, miles ahead of you at the moment. I'm going to regret saying that. Yeah, uh, I don't like all
0: this gloating <laughs> against the greatest, the uh, all-time FPL manager, but, you know, if you want to go for is, that, that's, this that's is style. the only <laughs> opportunity
1: I'll have. <laughs> Before he inevitably catches me up. Um, Les Caldwell was, was a sad story. Did you see? I think he's the one that won the qualifiers last, yes. last year. Yeah, he um, he forgot to take the captaincy off, Antonio. And forgot? It, the, forgot. Yeah, forgot? Yeah. What,
0: missed the deadline?
1: He missed the deadline. Yeah, right. that's, that's from what I understand from Greyhead's article. Right. And, uh, yeah, and do you know what? Antonio wasn't even that bad a pick. No, Samson. no, no, we said, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> and then for him to get sent off is... Yeah, and then you look at all the other players in the everyone captained this league and everyone scored and then he Mm. captained that's it. Ouch.
0: Yeah, Fabio is having a bad season, um, but so far, but you know. I can laugh at Fabio though,
1: because there is absolutely no way that Fabio will finish round there. He will obviously finish in the top ten thousand again and Mm. trounce me. So Yeah. Look, this this show, if you don't like me being smug, tune out now. This is not the show for you. This is not the show for you.
0: Normally (laughs) normally the smugness is coming from this direction, but
1: tonight (laughs) I don't think I can compete. Someone Someone said in the chat, as smug doesn't suit yourself, for God's sake, let me have one episode. Let him have it, yeah, that's <laughs>
0: right. One. Just let him have this one episode. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, Um. let's see if there's anything interesting transfer-wise. I've made three, you've made four. Um. Joe's right up there and made just two transfers so far. Mm. Um. He's 83k in the world. started really well. It, you know, it's, it's pretty close though, isn't it, across the league? I mean, like, we're we're 30 points off the top, if you like, which isn't a lot at this stage. Um, but the template is breaking up. We're seeing different captains now every week, as well as different teams. And that—that that is what Ronaldo and Lukaku has brought us. And, and quite frankly, more power to it. Um, okay, let's look at this season data then. Because we said at the start of the season uh, about home advantage, we expected it to come back with the crowds back in the stadiums. So I thought we'd have a quick look at the data after four games. So caveat here, this is after 40 matches, right? which is a ridiculously small sample. But even so... I thought I'd have a look and see if anything interesting was there. And lo and behold, there was some interesting data there. The key stat for me is the goals per game, which in last season, goals per game at home, 1.35. So far this season, goals per game at home, 1.68. And why that is significant is 1.68 is the highest goals per game total at home in home matches in the history of the Premier League. It's only wow. ever been 1.67 in 2009, uh, I believe. Um, so, so far this season, goals at home have been more prevalent than ever. What do you make of that, Mr. As?
1: Wow. Lovely. Lovely stat. Yeah, we kind of, we, th- we said that would happen, didn't we? We thought, you know, we might see it kind of go the there, but at least, at least quite early on until things sort of get back to being normal. But often things don't go the way you think. <laughs> and this kind of has. It's weird though, because I don't, if I hadn't seen that stat, I wouldn't be thinking it, you know, like I haven't suddenly thought, oh, the home teams are scoring loads of goals and winning loads of matches. It's, but it's interesting. This is happening kind of under the surface and it takes something like this to make you kind of realise. Yeah, I mean... what does that do for you? Do you think that makes you want to captain players more at home or getting players with favourable home fixtures a yeah, bit more I mean, than, than normal?
0: It's a small sample. And it's fair to say the difference between seasons normally is quite small, like you know, 0.5 or 0.1 at the most. But the difference from last season is significant. It's 0.33. So it's definitely up by quite a considerable margin on last season's goals in home matches. So that's enough for us to go, OK. Home advantage is definitely back, particularly when you look at Mm. clean sheets per game is up in home matches as well. Mm. It was 0.3 per game for home teams last season. It's 0.38 now this season. So home teams are scoring more goals and getting more clean sheets. Now, again, it could be just down to the way the fixtures have fallen in the first four games. We're going to track this data, but so far it's looking to be the case. Shots per game is up for home teams as well. It's 14.08 this season. It was 12.81 last season, so that teams were seem to be attacking more at home. And the wins per game is where you would expect it, right? It's, for home teams, it's 0.48, away teams, 0.30. Whereas last season, it was 0.38 for home match, home teams and mm. 0.4 for away teams. So there was more away wins than home wins last season. It's mm. gone completely back the other way and some, hasn't it, so far?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, goals per game for the away side's Excuse me. Um, is that, Yeah, I mean, the wins and the goals per game for the away sides is, is huge in this. 0.30 for, for wins um, compared to 0.4 and 1.03 for goals compared to 1.34. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, but like, there's just, you can just tell, can't you? When you watch a game, there's a buzz, there's an atmosphere. Like, I mean, I'm enjoying watching football so much more this year than I was last year. It just, mm. it never got less weird. And I can't imagine what it was like for the players actually playing in it. Whereas now... You know, with the fans back in the stadium, there's just so much more to enjoy and, and take from. And I'm kind of glad, in a way, that it's it's worked out like this because if the home fans did have no effect on goals and points, you'd be like, well, why do we even bother having fans in the stadium?
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I think it's, we've got to track this data off. We'll do it again after like eight weeks, 12 weeks and so on. But I think at the moment I take from this cautiously that, yes, I mean, I think we're going to favour home matches anyway because it makes the fixture stronger, right? But I think we can be more secure doing that based mm. on what we're seeing here. So when we look at Salah at home to Palace rather than Ronaldo at West Ham, for captaincy, the fact that Salah's at home should be a factor. Whereas last season, you know, at Liverpool at home were dreadful, weren't they? So I think we can, we can feel more confident about the big hitters and the stronger teams in home matches. And I guess also back some of the weaker teams in home Whoa. matches
1: and and Everton right i mean Everton have mm, yeah. one of the poorest yeah. home records around and they've they've won their two home games 3-1 is it so scored six goals in two games at home which they definitely weren't doing last season Yeah. so and
0: the crowd the other night the crowd at in yeah, yeah. the other night was definitely a yeah. factor in that yep. isn't there? there's no doubt about that so interesting we'll track it i think take from this what you will but clearly there is a, an increase in goals for the home teams which is um, is really interesting let's look at some more data team data we always look at this every week Um, This is team data defence. What we're looking at is a table here, um, sorted by minutes per XG conceded, non-penalty. And yes, the wow is for the team at the top. It's it's Wolves at the top. Their defence is the strongest based on minutes per XG conceded, non-penalty.
1: There's loads of wows about this. I mean, not so much at the bottom, which is very predictable. But at the top, I mean, Man City, I thought, would be be the top given that They've conceded so few goals, Chelsea being that far down is surprising they've got one, two, three, four, five, This or eighth um and then you look at the top kind of five I mean wolves City, Brentford, Brighton Palace, what is going on? that is not that is, they are not teams I thought would be would be featuring this high I mean it's, wolves though, I have to say I got it wrong about them because. I did not see this happening after four games. I thought they were going to be gung ho, attacking, you know, ship goals. And they've been so solid and not at uh, any cost of their attacking sort of potential. I know they haven't scored too many goals, but the stats are there for so many players Semedo, Jimenez, Traore, Trincao. Like, they're going to, I think they're going to hit a big score soon. They're going to beat someone, you know, really, really comfortably. And they've got the fixtures to do it as well. They're a good team to invest in.
0: Yeah, and also what's interesting, Wolves' ticker rank for these first four, four fixtures was thirteenth, so it wasn't it was it was below mid. So you know they had tough fixtures to begin with. Mm. Um, City was twelfth, and they're the first two defenses. I mean Brentford, I guess it's a surprise seeing them there, but their fixtures were seventh on the ticker, so they did have a good start according to the fixture ticker start season. Brighton had the best start, so. Brighton have got a good defence and they had great fixtures. So it's n- perhaps no surprise we to we got see a them winner up. in the 90th minute, I Mark. I know. When has that ever happened? <laughs> Who could have predicted that, eh? <laughs> um, Palace is a surprise though. 18th on the ticker going into these first four games. Mm. And like Wolves, they've been outstanding under the new manager, haven't they? Oh,
1: I have to say, again, got, got it wrong about, you know, miscomprompted complimented my predictions, but I got it wrong about Palace as well. I thought they'd take a long time to bed in under Vieira. I thought, you know, th- the fixture run they had, I thought they could be bottom of the league. They've been absolutely superb. I have to say, Gallagher is is just absolutely an excellent player. Zaha is, is doing Zaha things, annoying players, getting them sent off, riling them up like he, like he's so good at. Eduard's already come in and looks like a good signing. They've got Olise to come in. Anderson looks great at the back. There's a, there's a lot to be excited for, I think, as a, as a Palace fan. I didn't think, again, I'd be saying at this stage. So massive credit to the recruitment that they've done and, and Vieira as well for getting the most out of them. And just going good, back, good side. The just fixtures go- are awful for Palace. Yeah, it's I any, mean the fixtures are, are,
0: <laughs> are bad now, but they've got to be a team that we. I mean Gallagher, you could probably go to anyway because he's cheap, mm. but um, you're not going to look elsewhere, I don't think.
1: Oh, but, he, I tell you, he's he's a good good player. That guy, yeah. really good. I think was, we we knew it when he when he hit kind of what the outside of the bar a few weeks ago. We were like, oh, something a bit about him, and yeah, since then, if you if you saw that and invested in him, well done because he's he's been great. Well, the, the issue with Gallagher was he didn't impress at West Bond
0: but that had something to do mm. with the management, but tactics but i'll go back to man city they are second and the key thing here is they've only conceded and i find this ridiculous three shots on target in four games (laughs) now they they were you know obviously were high xg which is why they're not top but three shots on target is crazy isn't it it's nuts
1: (laughs) no absolutely nuts yeah
0: I mean, their, their defence is, is certainly investable still. And obviously, their fixtures are going to get better than they have been over the first four, too. So we've got to consider them. Chelsea have had a tough start fixture wise, but I expect them to start climbing mm. uh, very soon. So it, it's interesting to see if Wolves can settle in uh, alongside Brighton as, you know, like a team with an unexpectedly strong defence. But we've got to consider tomato, et cetera, now, haven't we? And Marcel, he, he picked up the two assists. I mean, how are you considering the Wolves' defence now going forward, given that their fixtures are very strong from this point on, aren't
1: they? Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to get one this week, actually. Um, especially when you see a chart like this, you think this is a... a you know, I, I need to get rid of Sid McCouse at some point. So who am I looking at? I mean, we've got, we've got a 4.5 option and then a little bit more gets you Sameda, who's posting better underlying stats, but is a bit of a waste of space. So it's kind of hard to know if he's worth the extra point for. See, the
0: you, thing is, you've owned Sameda before. And it, it's bias regret, isn't it? Again, you can't overlook your previous experience. But I've also
1: watched him play football, and he's he he's all fart no poo without a doubt at his tomato. In a in a nutshell, I, I I just doubt his his quality in that final third to really make things happen. He like had he's,
0: two big chances against Watford.
1: Yeah, but how many goals has he got? How many assists has he got? This is what happened to him last season. Last season, he was posting good stats, good numbers, playing at wing back. He's not he's no Matt Doherty, is he?
0: No, the end product, absolutely no end product. But I do think that I'd rather own him over Marcel. I think I'd rather mm. pay the naught 4 And I, he is. One of the players who's on my radar is, is, is there's a possible move of a minus four this week that I'm looking at that involves, Ooh. that involves some Mado. Let's look at their features, actually. Let's quickly just start over to the ticker and just appreciate why Wolves are being discussed as they are. Uh, game week five, Brentford at home. Game week six, Southampton away. Seven, Newcastle at home. Eight, Villa away. Nine, Leeds away. And then it toughens a bit with the Everton at
1: home fixture. That's
0: a good run of five, though, isn't it?
1: I love it. Yeah, I love it. I think, you know, you can, you can happily play Semedo in or Marcel or whoever in, in all of those games. And with the stats they've got, be sort of fairly confident you're going to get a couple of clean sheets. I think. Yeah. I mean, Brentford, Southampton and Newcastle. Yeah, they're look, the three. There's there's two there's two clean sheets in that I think yeah
0: and, and what is interesting there was a lot of kind of calmness about Wolves like calm down let's let's see them play a team where they're expected to beat before we look at their attack and I, that did materialise a little bit I, I do think Wolves as an attacking unit were different against Watford they didn't they didn't create quite as much Traore wasn't as big a factor because they no. didn't play on the counter today
1: he's gone massively off the boil the last two games he's, he's not even getting I mean you feel like he needs like ten chances to score a goal. And he was getting 10 chances a game, mm. but then last week and and this week as well, he hasn't really been featuring so much. So it's interesting. I mean, I mean, Samedo's heat map. I mean, this is the thing Like I talk about the kind of the stats I like, you know, shots on target, mm. touched in the box, chances created. And I look at the heat map as well. They're the four things I tend right. to use on, on scout. Samedu hits every one of those, like defend, like there's no defender that really comes close to him at the moment in terms of... So why
0: aren't you going to go? Why aren't you, under, you going well, in? Well, I think
1: I am. Right. I think I am, but I don't feel that confident about it. I should feel a lot more confident about it given what he's doing, like on the pitch, mm. but I just don't. <laughs> but a part of it comes from the other players not... not. Um, you know, we need Jimenez to get a goal, get his confidence back, start scoring a bit more regularly. We need Traore to start doing better. We need, you know, Trincao Huang to, to start putting... Balls in the net, and yeah. then we should then we should start seeing some stuff from Sameto. Because if you've got a player getting into the positions that Somedo does, even a crappy ball into the box or a you know a misplaced pass or whatever can still lead to a chance and something happening. So he's. He, I don't think you can overlook him just because I don't really rate him. The the, the, the all the stats are, are too good.
0: Yep. Well, we're going to talk about him and us later when we look at forwards. Uh, let's look at attacking data now for teams. And Wolves are still up there. They're still in third. As I said, Ticker yeah. ranked thirteenth. City atop. This is minutes per XG non-penalty. City, 32.6, the strongest attack so far for that metric. Liverpool, 34.7. Then we got Wolves, 45.4. So Wolves are still up there by virtue of their first three games more mm. so than the Watford game. West Ham are still up there as well, 55 minutes per XG non-penalty, even though they struggled against Southampton. And we're going to talk about them in light of their European fixtures in a bit. Yeah, dear, You're just rolling your eyes.
1: Second to bottom I've just seen.
0: Yeah, That's second why. to bottom is uh, is Spurs, one 23.7 minutes per XG non penalty. Why are you rolling your eyes at that? Why, why is that an issue for you? Well, they should be doing better. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know, like it's, I know they've had, I know they've had problems and, you know, with Kane and, and some injury and stuff. But I mean, I got, I got slated last week for saying they were going to lose to Palace. But, you know, three 1 nil wins. And I think they were lucky in, in probably two of those. And then obviously had the sending off. But did you see, did you, like talking about heat maps, you see the heat maps of, you know, Mora, Kane and, and Ali, they were all in their own half against Palace. Mm. It's, it's, it's dire football being played there at the moment. And I mean, that, you know, they're below Norwich, for God's sake. Like, sort yourselves out, Spurs. You're supposed to be a top six side team. Minutes per chance, 12.6. I mean, only Watford
0: at 18.9 and Leicester at 15.5. By the way, Leicester, 15.5, Yeah, I know. That's are, are poorer than that. And they were ranked eighth on the ticker. For these first four fixtures, but so going into these matches, they should have been ranked above... well, they should be up there as the best teams in terms of the attack and defence. And they're second from bottom for attack. I mean, some missing is a big blow, isn't it? And we don't know how long he's out for. We were right on that low. Calf injury, always trouble, right?
1: Yeah, I know. Well, it's absolutely huge, because he is he is going to carry that team this season, mm. like no doubt about it. I mean I, I don't I just don't think we're gonna see the same Harry Kane all year that that we've seen. I don't, I don't think is a prediction for you. I don't think Kane gets 20 goals this season.
0: Mm. I hope you're wrong on that, but yeah.
1: Mm. I just I just don't see it. I don't see with with the midfield Spurs have got with they've got such a lack of creativity. They need to get Gill in the team, I think, because he he's the one to me that I think can can make things happen for him and, you know, and Kane needs to get further up the pitch. He's having to drop deep because they've I mean got Hoiberg, Skip and winks as as a midfield three. I mean, who the hell is going to thread a pass in that three mm. like it's a it's an industrious midfield. It is, it is. It's, it's it goes not, back not.
0: to that Wolves midfield of Martino, Neves, etc. right? They were they were workmanlike. They're not mm. big creators or weren't under Nuno. I mean, Neves has got it in him, Martino has got it in him, but they were both... They never got beyond the striker, did they, those two, right? So no. They just sit, don't they? They sit and they're kind of quarterback players, and I think that's what he's got in that sell-off for Spurs at the moment.
1: Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not convinced on Deli Ali either. I don't think he's... You know, I, I didn't particularly like Mourinho and the way he treated him and stuff, but you can't deny that Ali was in massive decline for, you know, season after season. He never hit the heights when he first joined Spurs. And I haven't seen anything from the first four matches to make me think Ali's suddenly back and going to be back in the England side and carrying Spurs to wins. No. They've got they got a lot of problems, I think, uh, at Spurs. And I think they're going to probably see this season as a bit of a kind of, let's just kind of get through it and, and see how, where we are at the end of the season. Um
0: yeah, a new yeah, manager, I, I, new manager, new yeah, tactics, new, new players, tactics.
1: Yeah, yeah but I, I'm 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 steering clear of them. Look, at, i look, I'm just
0: just notice Liverpool minutes per chance, three point eight minutes per chance is <laughs> ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, Nuts. yeah, I mean the Leeds game has a lot to do with that, and obviously Leeds were down to ten men, but Liverpool at the moment are uh, looking very fluid in attack, and
1: yeah, I mean, but I mean Wolves there. are the anomaly there, though, right? Like Liverpool three point eight. A chance mm. city 4.6 and then next wolves 5.6. Yeah. Yeah. Like defensively they're top and they're creating a chance every what just under six minutes. Mm. They've got they've just got to start putting balls in the net and they could they could win a game four or five yeah. nil with the fixtures.
0: Yeah absolutely this is why people are looking at Jimenez yeah. in light of the Calvert Lewin injury and, and Antonio's dismissal. I just want to see him get a
1: goal. I just want to yeah. see Jimenez get a goal see the relief see the fans celebrating everyone happy for him and then just see where he goes from there. I just don't know if I want to get in that early before he's before he's scored on.
0: Player data, then go on, off you go, go on.
1: <laughs> well, number one is Mares. <laughs> number two, oh, there's a certain uh, Portuguese uh, player. I think he's he's quite good, isn't he? Uh, two... <laughs> no, not him. He's who is he? Where is Jota? He's, oh, on, he's, there. he's, he's on there. He's on there. Yeah. Uh, so Ronaldo, um, 15 minutes per shot, which is the best I believe in the league already. Uh, and a min per xg non-pen of 61.2 which is only bettered by Marez. so in the two kind of two key metrics I mean it's a one game sample but if he carries this on every game then he's, oh, he's going to oh, statistically you... the best player in the game that Mark won't ever I mean
0: own. for a start Lukaku got a very high xg goal in his first game you know <laughs> tapping on the line I love it when you compare him so to Lukaku and right? so they both started with very high xg because of that both their first goals were tapping, weren't they, on the six, inside the six-yard box. So we have to wait a few weeks and see Lukaku has drifted down his 106.7 minutes per giant on penalty We'll see if Ronaldo stays up there. I mean, I think that Lukaku, Antonio and Ronaldo will dominate this table. Mm. surely is the prediction. It's just who is going to win out out of those three. Um, I expect to see Gallagher and Manet drop down, but Mane... So many chances in that Leeds game that's boosted him up there. 89.6 minutes per gi non-penalty. And then Gallagher Better than 83.9. Salah, yeah, at the moment, he's 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 out doing Salah for, for minutes per shot. Um, minutes per HGI non-penalty. Um but yeah, going back to Ronaldo, yeah, great numbers, no doubt about it. Um i test though, what did you make of it? Oh I
1: know what you're I know what you're gonna no, say because you'd be me about it. Um i test I, the eye test is, is difficult to judge him because United have not been very good in these two games, mm. and particularly in the, in the game last night. Mm. A Ronaldo without service isn't going to be someone I don't think anymore who can well, just conjure up moments of, of brilliance. So they need let's to get change players the screen at
0: this point. But go on, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, they they need to get Sancho playing better football. Um, they need to get need to get more from from Pogba and and Fernandez linking up with with Ronaldo more than they're doing. Um, and, and like I said, I think when, when Ronaldo gets frustrated with not getting the service, that's what this heat map shows. He drops deeper, he drops deeper. and he's not doing it in a way like Kane does to spread passes around and dictate. No. He's just trying to get the ball so he can kind of turn, but whether that's going to be an effective way of him getting goals, I'm not too sure about. So I think you're right. You were right last week in the sense that I think they are still learning how to play with Ronaldo. And I think he got lucky with the two goals he got. I mean, a tap in. Great positioning. I mean, that's just, he's all gonna hoover up, you know, any mm. any anything like that because he's the best in the world for that kind of poacher effort now. Um but the you know, the second one, great through ball from Shaw, he runs onto it and, and hits the target and that's and that's all you want him to do. So a bit lucky, but I think he I think a goal would have probably been the right outcome for Ronaldo in that game, and and he managed to get two. I think that's something that we're just going to see happen a lot. He, I think he's going to come away with points when he doesn't always deserve to, and that's why I like him as an FPL pick.
0: Yeah, I think what said, I said last week, he's going to feed off defensive errors and he's going to feed off crosses. And in that game, I think he, he benefited from two. One, glaring mistake, and then, and then Woodman threw his legs. I mean, it, I guess he went through his legs, but it was a bit of a chasm rather than a gap with the legs. Mm. So I think, I think Woodman was at fault for both goals. Um, I think what's interesting in this data that I'm showing here, this is, we talked about the importance of crosses and we anticipated that United would adjust and start getting more open play crosses in. And so far this season, they've averaged 8.3 crosses from open play per match. In that game, they put in 16 crosses. So straight away, it doubled. Right? Mm. So straight away, you could see from open play, they were trying to get more crosses in. The next that low, they didn't succeed with any of no. the crosses. They don't have the quality, they don't... They didn't have the quality with the crosses. Now, normally they put in 1.3 successful crosses open play per match. They didn't put any in. And that's what I meant. I said on Saturday, Ronaldo didn't get the service. didn't get any service whatsoever that he needed to shine. And yet he still got the two goals, but he Mm. benefited from mistakes to get those goals. So I think they've got to improve. If he's going to get the 25 goals that we... Well, he needs to get 25 goals to justify his price, right? Mm. United will have to get crosses into him. And I still don't know where they're going to come from. Is is Bruno and Shaw are the best creative players. But Sancho is like, what's going on? I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, he, he needs to give him time and needs to get him settled. But how long does he give him? He's He's been poor, hasn't he?
1: No, he's he's been really poor. And, and you know, it's, it's difficult last night because obviously Ramsak got sent off and the sacrifice had to be yeah. made. And I think Solskjaer went a bit mad with the changes he made and made too many. And, oh, yeah, it, it was a... The second half of that United game was just it was embarrassing, really. I mean, to be up against, you know, I know you've got 10 men, but you're up against one of the weaker teams in the Champions League and to basically just go, through, you know, all out defence. I mean, it's football manager. They just social click, park the bus, stuck everyone behind the ball. No wonder Ronaldo isn't getting any service or touches because they weren't even trying to to get the ball to him. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It, it, it felt like the wrong, the wrong thing for me. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know who's I don't know who's gonna who's gonna cross who's gonna cross to him. I mean, Sancho is, is is just not is not delivering. He doesn't look the part at the moment. And is it gonna be another Timo Werner who comes in from the Bundesliga and and, and doesn't do it? He needs co- like, Sancho to me is is just a screams confidence right. He's a player who can beat a man, do tricks, do all the kind of stuff and he's got to knuckle down and get the basics right and I just wonder how long that's going to take before that clicks and then he starts showing signs of what he's capable of. Might not even happen this season.
0: No, but I, I, we said he's got, they've got to get him settled to get Ronaldo crosses. I don't see Greenwood putting crosses in. I don't put Rashford putting crosses in. Um, it's not natural part of their game, is it? Where Sancho is a winger, it should be. Bruno will try. Shaw will try. But I don't think that's going to be enough. It wasn't enough on Saturday. Obviously, he got his goals, but you've got to look at this of you know, as an early sign of they might struggle with this. But West Ham's going to be really interesting because that's a better team, better defence. Better defenders, bigger, stronger defenders for Ronaldo to be up against. Um, And it's not going to be lost on West Ham that they have to stop Shaw getting crosses in. And it's, I mean, Bruno was interesting. His performance, he was getting very close to Ronaldo and even swapping with him at times. When Ronaldo was coming deeper, Bruno was going beyond him quite a lot. Um, And as a Bruno owner, I was watching that thinking, is it worth keeping him?
1: I mean, what do you make of that? I don't think it's worth keeping him. No. No, he, he loses too much with the penalties and, you know, he's, he scored an amazing goal outside of the box. You want a player scoring tap-ins. That's all I've always said. You, you want a player like Ronaldo who's going to just hoover up those kind of chances and, you know, break the last, break through the last man and then have a shot on goal. Like, if Bruno's going to rely on outside-of-the-box efforts and that's about it, he's, he's not going to get close to 200 points or or above. So he's, he's an easy sell for me. There's, there's better premium options mm. for okay. sure than, 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 than Fernandes. I, I definitely wouldn't be holding him going forward. Yeah. Okay. And the fixtures, the fixtures aren't even that good either. So.
0: No, no, absolutely. Um, but, but I, I think for me, the, I think the jury is out on Ronaldo. I don't think we have learned enough. By the way, I know tonight. he has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, I don't think we know enough from that one game because Newcastle were always going to be one of the poorer teams. Um, and they did make mistakes and, Yeah, United didn't get the service in, but let's see against West Ham. I think we can learn more. I mean, I'm not rushing to sell Lukaku to get Ronaldo, put it that way, and I'm not rushing to get them both in at the moment. But premium, as was coined on who got the assist this week, uh, that is officially the term for having Ronaldo, Lukaku and um, Salah in your team. Mm. What do you make of that? I asked you to go and put together a team, together a team of a freemium team together and you came up with this. Um Yeah, I didn't find it easy. No, it's not easy because you've got to keep Trent in there as well. I mean, like there's been a lot of discussion about oh, where well, Trent goes, we can get Robertson or even go down to a, another Chelsea defender. But, you know, he's just reminded us tonight you can't, mm. you can't have a look Trent. I think mean, if anything, value for money, he's the best player in the game, right? So, Trent and Salah stay. Do you want to talk through this team for the
1: podcast? Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying this is like the optimal team no, or the best team. This was just the kind of what I thought I would probably go for if I was going to do it. So Sanchez in goal, uh, Trent, Reese James, sort of getting prepared for the game week seven match. Uh, Marcel, who has been good value for 4.5. Uh, Salah, and then the midfield is very, very light. Uh, Decore, Gallagher and Rafina. So kind of similar to yours. You've got three mid, mm. six, five-ish and, and under. Um, but then up front, you've got Lukaku Ronaldo and I managed to screen Jimenez in, yeah, it's who good. Could, also be, could also be Antonio or Bamford or something like that. So I don't think it's a, a truly terrible team. The bench is Foster, Williams, Livramento and Mendy. So obviously Mendy doesn't play, but Williams and Livramento are, I think, a good four million defenders. And they're kind of key to making this all happen, I think. Those two four million defenders who are going to play every week mean that you can kind of do this. The issues, of course, are to and Gallagher. I think Rafina's fine. Rafina's fine for, mm. you know, with the yeah. fixtures he's got. Gallagher's been having good underlying stats, and and I love to Corey as an option. You could go for Grey, obviously, if you like him as well. But it's your question where do you move to? I mean, where do you, you move to when you, these players don't, you say don't, don't deliver?
0: Jimenez, surely Jimenez to Calvert Lewin is not possible. That's a 0.5 extra. And even Jimenez to Antonio's extra money. Is your bank empty with this, or you got money
1: in the bank as well? Uh, no, well, there's, there's not, there's not that much, there's not that much money in the bank, but you, uh-huh. I mean, there's, there's things, there's things you could do. I mean, you could move James down to someone, for example, like a 5 million. Yeah. Um, yeah. swap Marcel to Eiling and James to Smedo and, and, you know, and, and swap things around a little bit. I think, you know, it, there's more, it's more the sense that I don't, you don't need to have like a 6 million striker in there. You don't need to have yeah, like a Tony good. or a, or a, you can have a kind of a, a decent mid-price striker that I was, I was surprised I was able to do that. I, I, I do prefer this team to, um, one that is fought at
0: the back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, my, my point about this is, yeah, I mean, you've got the and Gallagher in there and the only players I see you being able to move for transfers to try and make an impact with your transfers are those two and maybe Jimenez mm. if you've got money to upgrade them. So what, the issue here for me is you're restricting your ability to make a difference with transfers because you don't have enough liquid capital if you like to move around and because you know once you've got Lukaku Ronaldo Salah and Trent they ain't going anywhere are they right so that's the bulk of your budget a good chunk of your budget tied Mm. up and then what else can you do so it does limit your ability to move to fixture and form now that might be okay for now but Give it five weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just not sure it's necessary because I mean, I was, I was talking to Sam about this earlier on the on the Scout Q and mm. I mean, when you've got when you've got Salah for the next two, you know, it's, it's Brentford and uh yeah, um, Palace, Palace, and then Brentford. Bring and now. then you've got Lukaku with the run that he's got. Like, I I'm massive Ronaldo fanboy, but you are paying twelve point five for a player who you're not going to captain. Yeah, probably right up until what game week 14, 15, something like that. And even then it's not like Salo Lukaku's fixtures are really difficult. So I just, I I just don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth it to sacrifice flexibility to get in players like Takore and Gallagher, who I don't have a huge amount of faith in with a fixture. They've got to, you know, deliver like a a decent option. And when you've got players like Jota and Torres and 7.6 guys, I want to be able to get them if, if I feel like I need to. So I'm, 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 still, I'm still in the favour of my own team not doing that and, and just moving Ronaldo down to Lukaku in seven.
0: Yeah, I mean, this, this table is what we showed last week when I was arguing against getting Ronaldo, which is the captaincy. And feasibly, you don't have to captain Ronaldo now until game week 15, maybe, when United have got Palace at home. I don't mm. see possibly Watford away versus Salah at home to Arsenal. Possibly Villa at home versus Salah at Brentford in game week six, but actually the way Liverpool are playing, the way Salah are playing, no, I'd, I'd, I'd probably still stick with Salah in those games.
1: I mean, it can it can all change around. I mean, if, if by game week twelve United have clicked as a yeah, as a team totally. and a unit, then I think yeah. it's a, that Ronaldo's a very different proposition. But mm. I in the next two games, like United were just were just bad against Newcastle. Like the first half they just yeah, struggled. This, and... this is my point. Until that goal went in, they didn't look like they had any idea no. they were gonna score. Mean, it's not it's not Ronaldo's fault. It, it was happening before him. I mean, look at the Southampton game. They were pouring that as well. I mean, the blue leads away, and then since then they've been they've been pretty crap, to be honest. So, yeah, I mean there's there's a long time to go. Um I think you know, obviously United have got such talented players, we're gonna start seeing them gel more and, and click more and stuff. But at the moment, Salah and Liverpool were just, so oh, Salah has just missed the penalty in the in the Champions League as I said that. <laughs> oh, dear, that's a bit of a blow. Oh, okay. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be captain Ronaldo over Salah in, in six. And Villa, oh. Villa aren't, with, with Martinez, Villa aren't, aren't going to be. Brentford's defence,
0: though, is strong, but I just think they'll be up against the strongest attack. And I just see Liverpool finding a way in most yeah. matches this season.
1: Um, I, we, we talk about Manet, I have to say, Salah. I have always liked Salah. I've talked about him when I went to see him Good in that great league game. He's game. not bad, isn't yeah. he? Right. Yeah. I, scout, I scouted him early days and, yeah. you know, I'm owed a fee from someone, I swear. Uh, but I honestly think this season he's gone up. He's gone up a level. This is the, this is the best he's ever played. You mm. know, I, I think he's, and Mane's, the other, going the other way. is making bad oh, decisions. I think I'm being
0: harsh on Mane. Uh, yeah, his decision-making has been bad for about a year, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, it's, 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 but mostly his decision-making. Whereas Salas, I think, is he's doing everything right. Mm. He's, he seems to be making the right pass. He's making the right decisions. He's he's clinical. He's, he's, he looks like a just a proper elite player now. And I think, you know, there was doubt, oh, is he going to be a one-season wonder? Is he going to not be able to consistently do it? I think he now has to be considered as a genuine like Premier League great player mm, and course. and this season he, he's gone up another level which I, I didn't think he would be able to do but he has. I'm I just I think he's phenomenal. And yeah. you know you've got Lukaku and, and Ronaldo there who everyone's kind of eyeing up and looking to but if I'm picking one out of the three of them I'm sticking with Salah any day.
0: Yeah. But well, I think my point is with Lukaku and Salah I can get through till about 15 before I have to reconsider I think. Mm. Um so I put a team together which is kind of like my Ronaldo no balance team. Ronaldo, no, does that work? Probably not, no. <laughs>
1: um, I bet you were so proud of that. No, you not that really. I, I typed <laughs> it out,
0: so oh, can I go with that? Oh, I will now, don't worry. Uh, so this is kind of what I'm trying to get to, I guess, with my current team. Um, it's Sanchez, Trent, Rudiger, James, Cancelo, so four at the back, um, but I still have five strong midfielders. I've got Salah, Rafina Rafinha, Rama at the moment in this team with Sal on the bench. Now, obviously, Ben Rama, Sar can be downgraded. One of them can go to a 4-5, so I can upgrade one of the others. And Antonio and Lukaku. And, and, that, and that's the point. That's what I was trying to get at. It, this, with this team, you know, Jota can go to Torres. Jota can go to Mount. Um, ben Rama and Sar could be downgraded, one of them to a 4-5. Then I can upgrade um, one of them to another 7.5 if I really want to. Um, plenty of money at the back that I can flush out at any time. I can go back to three defenders and get a 4 million defender in and flush out another 1.5 there, I I just see it and think there's so much more flexibility. And the only reason I wouldn't do this and go free premiums is if that third premium was going to be a captain for me on a regular basis, so like a third of the time. And as we saw in the last graphic, that isn't going to be the case perhaps until about 14 or 15 when United's fixtures turn. So this is what I'm kind of pitching towards. Um and I just, I just prefer yes, yeah, Sa Veltman and Perica are my subs at the moment in this team. So I just prefer this flexibility. And it's interesting. I saw General tonight say very similar that he's looked at the freemium thing um, and and isn't isn't a fan. Mm. So I think this, but it's fascinating because some will go with it. I mean, Magnus he's going for it. Presumably. Well, he has. He's got a Bamian as a placeholder for for Ronaldo now. So it's just great that. It's going to split the community, this, isn't it?
1: And- yeah, I love it. I lo- and, and even Antonio is well, splitting people because some people are selling him for, you know, Bamford and you know, Calvallones out as well. So, yeah, we're seeing a lot. I mean, so, so this team isn't like your kind of like ideal. Uh, a few people, by the way, in the chat, Kamzi uh, and Neeraj uh, Sharma saying uh, Cristiano would have been better. Cristiano? What do you mean?
0: Oh, Cristiano. No. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I missed that one. That's actually brilliant. Well, congratulations. That is gold. Yeah, That is
1: absolutely. absolute gold, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, so this isn't your optimal team, and this is the team that you can get with just a couple of moves, is it?
0: No, yeah, this is the team I'm trying to get to by game week seven.
1: Right. Yeah, so you're a couple, what, a couple of moves away. Yeah, so, what, so three, i um, three, three or four moves away.
0: I'm four moves away from getting this.
1: And two free transfers.
0: I've got two free transfers this week, so two of my transfers this week will be to move towards this. Mm. Um, so in game week seven, it gives me the triple Chelsea, and I, I look at this and think I would rather have Rudiger and James going into their five mm. fixtures than have Ronaldo going into his fixtures because if you look at the if you look at the fixtures that United have got over the next six, they're bottom of the ticket, right? So this is the other thing about going freemium. Ronaldo, even if you're not going to captain him, they're tough games: West Ham, yeah, Villa, Everton, Leicester, Liverpool, yeah, yeah. Spurs, right? I mean, obviously Spurs maybe aren't, isn't as tough as the ticker says. Maybe Leicester isn't as tough as the ticker says. But I still think their are opponents that have got something about them, right? They've got decent players that are going to restrict United in some way. Maybe the counter-attack will be better for Ronaldo. Maybe against tougher opponents, he'll be better. But the Serie A data didn't suggest that. He, he didn't produce against better teams there last season. So I look at this and think... Not only the fixtures, not only does it give you lack of flexibility, but also the fixtures for Ronaldo suggest he won't get his. This isn't going to be his best spell of the season, I would say.
1: No, I completely agree, and, and, and I, I think the the move from Ronaldo to Lukaku is is an easy one. And, and you and you don't forget you've got what point nine as well, or a million, yeah, to spend. So you can use that. I mean, the only thing I don't like with with the team you just showed really is is the Ben Rama and Sa, yeah, in the middle. I mean, you can move them, but I. Ben Rama is is perhaps going to be an issue for you soon. Watford are awful, um, so I, I don't particularly like that. I mean, obviously you wouldn't go for them on like a wild card. I wouldn't have thought, but no, you know, you're kind of prioritising other moves. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm I've got Greenwood in, in my side, for example, for United, mm. and I'm I think he's going to forget about whether we can cover Ronaldo and all that because that's all a load of rubbish. But he, I still think he's a good seven point five option. And he gives me that ability to move for Jota or Torres and stuff if I want to. So I'm happy with him with him there. But yeah, I I, I don't think Ronaldo is is essential if you're not going to be captaining him.
0: No, I I, that, I look at that 10. Chelsea run: Southampton, Brentford, Norwich, Newcastle. It's, it's That's four it's, clean it, sheets, isn't it?
1: It's, it's it's four it's four clean sheets and it's six goals for Lukaku. So it's you, it's <laughs> I mean it, it won't transpire. We'll be looking back at this in game week ten and being like, oh, that that didn't go as well, but. Chelsea's just a great side and Lukaku's a good striker in their defense. I mean, you look at the clean sheets Tuchel's had since he came in, and it's far superior to anyone else in the league. Like they, they so rarely get troubled defensively. And look at the, the performance Mendy had against Villa. I mean, they've just got a top quality goalkeeper now as well. They've they've addressed every weakness they, they have. They
0: were pretty lucky against Villa. Oh, they it, were. But they didn't have Canti in the team, and that's two players missing, right?
1: So, they were um, lucky, but Mendy Mendy was yeah, inspired, and, yeah. that's, and it's the same with Liverpool, right? Like Liverpool should have conceded goals in the first two games, and you you've, they've got Allison, and you've got that kind of goalkeeper, and he mm. he can turn a, a certain goal into, you know, a comfortable win on the scoreline.
0: Yeah. So so but very I'm just, much. So, in I'm my just mind. so so
1: impressed. I'm so impressed with Chelsea. Really to get are.
0: to get two Chelsea defenders is very much my objective yeah. because I think that. that you can almost... I mean, I, I've seen these run of fixtures before and I haven't capitalised on them. Like when City have a good run, you should get on their defenders, at least one. Hmm. So how often do we look back and go, of course, why didn't I get an extra yeah, defender? Yeah. It's so obvious. And I just can't bring myself to get to game week seven and not capitalise on that with, us, with two Chelsea defenders. And the other one that makes it easy is I'm not convinced by Mount and I'm not convinced by Havert. So the extra two Chelsea slots, it really just lends itself go defence.
1: Absolutely. Completely agree. Completely it's no agree. Good I mean, you keep
0: agreeing. Uh, right. I don't okay. I, I
1: don't like to agree, but you're you right only about agreeing
0: this. because you know you have got the smug bit coming up. Um, <laughs> let's talk about forwards because obviously there's an issue with Antonio missing a game week for the sending off. Calvert Lewin has the injury, and we we were on, we were on the ball with that one as well. We did say, didn't we? There was more to that one. We felt, um, and so he did. He missed out, of course, and he, he could be out for two or three weeks as well. So people are shopping around now. Um, I mean. There's managers out there like Joe have gotten both, right? So they've got to they've got to make a move for a striker. On something.
1: the wild card as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's just very unfortunate a Cavaloon thing, I guess.
1: But I mean to, be, to I mean, we kind of said, Oh, we think there might be something in this Cavaloon mm. thing. And then the next day he was pictured in training.
0: Yeah. So it looked like And we I was were like,
1: wrong. Oh, he's completely fine. And I was debating bringing him in. Because I was he was one of the my options of not going with Ronaldo. Mm. I I, mm. I could have been absolutely kicking myself if I Go if shave. I'd done that. It is a closer. It's these these fine margins. So, yeah, uh, it's always the way with FPL, isn't it? And sometimes they fall you away. So honestly, I thought Calvert-Lewin starting at home to Burnley, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean, I probably would have bats Ronaldo over him <laughs> against Newcastle. But I thought Calvert-Lewin could be in for a, a big haul in that game. You're bloody unlucky if you bought him in. And
0: yeah, you know, totally. Well, that, I mean, the it? thing is, he must have done the, the injury in training, right? presumably. Like, I think he's had a toe injury, a muscle injury, then a further injury suffered in training as a result of the broken toe. Mm.
1: Um,
0: because once you've got an injury, you're compensating for that, right? He's compensating for the broken toe and it's obviously causing further problems. So they need to yeah. f- need to wait for the toe to fix, basically, is, is what they're doing, I think. But also he's got a, a muscle injury alongside that. So two or three weeks out, Antonio out. What's your take on Antonio? What are you doing with him?
1: Well, the fixes are so good, immediately after the United game, he's going to miss that, I don't want to go into those without him. I don't. Want to, I don't want to go into the Leeds game without Antonio. I think he could absolutely bully. I mean, who's going to be mm. at centre back for Leeds? I mean, Lorente's injured again. Now it could be Eiling and Cooper. Yeah, against Antonio, he's going to absolutely destroy them. You would have thought. The the only thing is Europa League, and yeah. you know that's that's starting, and obviously you know Antonio's got got the ban, so he'll be he'll be starting. You imagine? Um, is it is it tomorrow they're playing? Um, it is. Was is it next week? No,
0: it um, is. I mean, I I mocked this up just because kind of, I anticipated this is where you could go. Um, so tomorrow they got Zagreb. Yeah. Mm. So it's um it's a tough start for them in the Europa League, and th- this really highlights the schedule that West Ham have got. So they play Zagreb tomorrow, then they've got two clean days between their game with United on Sunday. Um, so immediately their resolve is tested. Now, I had a look at the West Ham squad that they've named for the Europa League and they have got a decent 11 without Mm. the likes of Benrahma, without the likes of Antonio. They can play Yarmolenko in the central role. They can play Lanzini. They'll probably play one of Bowen, Benrahma or Vlasic, right? So one of those three will play and they'll probably alternate which one comes in. Um, They've got, you know, they've got a decent midfield. They've got a new signing in central midfield. They've got Noble, of course. So they can put an 11 out, which can do a job. I think in the open. Yeah. So we need to see what team sheet Moyes puts out tomorrow, and whether I mean, Antonio could play in this game because he's not available Sunday, right? So
1: well, he, he will. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm almost certainly will. I mean, it, it, I think my my wild cards I think I'm going to play in the international break between game week seven and eight, right? Because my team actually looks half decent for game week seven, and I can get Lukaku, um, and, and just roll with him for seven, and then use a the wild card and then triple up on on Chelsea. Because I like the look of Antonio in that game in seven against Brentford at home. I know mm. Brentford have got good underlying numbers, but they're a newly promoted side. You've got to fancy uh, West Ham to win that, and then it's game week eight when quite a few of my players sort of have tougher games. So although seven is the is the fixture turn for Chelsea, a lot of players in my team don't switch until until eight. Um, so yeah, Antonio's going nowhere from from my side. I think you know coming missing a United game where we're not expecting a huge amount from him anyway. I can play the mighty Billy Gilmore. Um, against Watford and then Leeds and Brentford so uh, to me he's an easy he's an easy hold
0: yeah yeah And it, it, it's interesting that, that there is that international break between 7 and 8 which gives them you know a 12 day break before they play Everton but of course Antonio could go away with Jamaica right so he mm. may not get the break and then it depends on it I mean the EFL Cup tie with United in uh, on the 22nd is quite key if West Ham go out of that that'll help Right, that'll help yeah. the congestion if they Beat United, then they're going to have problems later down the line. So I think Antonio for now is a key, probably until game week seven as well for me. Because um, mm. I, I agree, I want him for that Leeds game and I want him for the Brentford game.
1: So game by yeah, game, game.
0: And I think yeah, yeah. what's key is they've got Rapid Vienna at home before the Brentford game and after the Leeds game. So the home Europa League ties should be easier for them, right? They're not, they're not travelling, they haven't got that fatigue, and they're you know available for training quicker and so on. So I think. The fact that their next two Europa League games at home to Rapper Vienna and Genk gives us a bit of time mm. to assess the impact. Um,
1: I think. I think as well. Game. Like, there's, there's just not with with Calvin Loon being out. There's not a huge amount of options that I, I really feel that like I need to move him on for. Mm. Like Bamford, okay, has got Newcastle, but Leeds have been disappointing. I'd say this this season so far. Uh, Jimenez, I as I said, I'm still waiting for him to get a goal. Like Tony's, the fixtures are awful. You're not going to go down to like Pookie, so. I think I, th- I just think we can hold him. I just yeah. think we can hold him as, as long, and you know, you, even if you're having to play someone like Ben White, who's got Burnley, or um, you know, Williams or, or Gilmore, I just think one week, just keep him because he, he could do some real damage against Leeds.
0: So, what would you do if you had Calvert Lewin now? If you've got you, Antonio and Calvert
1: Lewin, where'd you go? You've got to sell Calvert Lewin, right? You, a, like, a, absolute no-brainer. Like that is the easiest. That is the easiest transfer you'll ever make in your life. So what do you do with it, though?
0: I mean, do you try and get to Lukaku? I guess ideally, but if you can't do that, where do you go?
1: Well, you you probably just do a straight swap for one of Bamford or Jimenez. Yeah,
0: yes. Well, I, mean, I think I think Banford for me. I mean, the, the ironic thing this week is there's been that clip that's gone round um, after Ping. the Liverpool game. Yeah, he was handed. He went. He did this pre, this post match interview, and just before the interview started, you heard him say under his breath, "My hamstrings are pinging." Almost like a, a, as a hint there to the FBL managers being an FBL player himself. Um, I'd like to think that's Patrick all over. I don't, what I don't, do you I put just, into that? Any stock at all? Well, I, I don't really
1: understand. Like, pinging to me just means they're hurting. Like, he's been, running, like yeah. he's been running a lot. Yeah, He did not said, oh, my hamstring's just pinged. If he said, like, no. pings, like, it, it's gone. But pinging implies that it's just fatigue. So cramped. I don't know why. could be cramped. I don't, yeah, right? cramped. I don't know. I don't know why. I, I think he was just being like, I've run a lot and my legs are hurting. I think it, he, I think everyone needs to chill out a bit.
0: He did feel... You, you could see... I mean, I, I mean, this is great Columbo work, right? You did see footage of him <laughs> rubbing his hamstrings post-match as well. I've seen all the slow-motion replays of Bamford rubbing his fires, which, you know, if you get caught with that... <laughs> I know is that it? They're out there. Explaining, that, explaining
1: that to the... Uh, the it, it's out
0: there. Uh, and then I've heard the... I mean, this is first-class first detective work by the FBL community.
1: Um like Harry Kane's red nose or whatever Yeah, it's
0: better than that, I think. Um, so... You know, I think the messages don't move yet until Bielsa's spoken because knowing Bielsa, he'll tell us, won't he? I mean, I think I'd like to think there's an FPL manager in the post, in the in the press who we can ask. But I think Bielsa, there's a fifty percent chance that if he's injured, he'll come out and say, yeah, Patrick.
1: I mean, Brown. he did. He did the press conference, didn't he, Bamford, and came out and was just happily talking away after yeah. afterwards.
0: Yeah, and if there was any doubt, he would not be doing the post match interviews. Would he standing on the pitch? You'd think he'd be straight down a dress room getting. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with him. I think it's cramp. Yeah. I'd, but, I'd, I'd I think it's cramp. So yeah. I, I think that's the way to go. Jimenez, Jimenez, I've watched him now. I've watched four matches and I've watched him in action. I don't know, mm. you know. I, w- I, I want to be charitable after what he's been through, but I can't help but think he's, I don't want to say it, but he's not the player he was, right, in terms of mm. confidence. It's bound to affect you mentally. And I, I just don't see him, obviously, challenging with the same physicality that he had before he's not he's not going for balls which he perhaps would have done before in the air um, and he just doesn't look sharp he doesn't look confident and it's no surprise I mean I'm not knocking him but well, I am but I'm knocking his ability I think <laughs> to convert you know his time on the pitch into FBL points at the moment I'm not confident
1: I think the problem is as well he's he's got like I, I think it could happen that is it large is it large you pronounce large, it yeah. large yeah could take him out of the spotlight a bit and, you know, he's got options around him. You know, Pedence is back now. Fabio Silva's there. They've got Huang who can play up front. Mm. Traore can even play up front. Like, it, I know he's playing the majority of minutes and he, he he probably will still play the majority of minutes. But the longer he goes without a goal, the more it will get into his head, I think. You think? I, 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 absolutely. Mm. I mean, it would do for any striker anyway, let alone a striker who's who's been through what he's been through. He needs a goal. He just needs to get a goal. I think once he gets a goal, he can go on a run. I don't know when that goal's going to come.
0: Only Antonio's had more shots inside the box so far this season 12 to Antonio's 15. I mean, this is the other thing that points to keeping Antonio. He's a stats monster, you know. Minutes per 119.8. Mm. Uh, 15 shots inside the box, more than any other striker this season. Six big chances, more than any other striker this season. He, he, he's had that one game at Southampton and then got sent off. And I just don't think he's deserved us to give up on him yet. Yeah. Um, but with Calvert Lewin, yeah, I agree. You have to say. And Bamford would be my preferred choice. Do you see any other names down there that, that even tempt well,
1: you? I have, I have to say, I was very impressed with Watkins coming back into mm. the team against, against Chelsea. Um, yeah. And I think that's going to be a massive boost for Ings, generally, having that kind of strike partner with him. But I do think Watkins could maybe become a, an option again if he's not going to be shipped over to the left wing. Because he looked, he looked razor sharp against Chelsea he was very unlucky not to not to score or unlucky again some some absolutely great goalkeeping um I think the problem with Watkins is Ings is there and you've got to think they're probably going to share share the points between them um but interesting to see how that kind of partnership develops other than that not really I mean Mm -hmm. you know quite a few people talking about like Dennis for example of Watford Watford are going down oh god I'm not I'm not going there Pedro's you know, going to probably be back soon. Pookie's right down the bottom of this list. I mean, he's below bloody Joe Linton, for Mm. God's sake. Sort yourself out, Timu. Norwich need you, especially against Watford. Massive game. Uh, So, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's not a particularly riveting list, is it?
0: It it isn't. And one of the reasons why I, I've kind of previously said I wouldn't want to go too big strikers is because there has been the availability of good mid-price options at the start of the season. Wilson, Calvert-Lewin, Antonio, um, and and Bamford, right? But at the moment, we're, we're, we're scrapping around for, for options because of the injury and the, and the dismissal. Mm. But I think, I think you're absolutely right. In a few matches' time, we'll see more of these players pop, right? We will see, I, I agree with you again, I keep agreeing with you, Watkins looked out, I think that was one of the best games I've ever seen Watkins have. Yeah. I mean, and he's he, been he, out, and he's been out yeah. for
1: ages and, you know, new Villa system and new players around him, no Buendia. Yeah. Yeah, it was good, really so good. I agree.
0: When their fixtures get better, Watkins, I think, will be a factor again in our season. 7.3 at the moment. He's probably going to keep going down in price as well. So definitely keep him in mind. But um, one name who's not on here because he hasn't played enough minutes, Edouard. Mm. I know you don't like talking about him, but coming on, two goals straight away. <laughs> Palace, when their fixtures are better, is he going to be 6.5? It's
1: almost like he would have been absolutely perfect for Brighton. Mm. It's, ex- it's almost like what we've been crying out for for about four seasons. Uh yeah, really really strong debut. I mean, you know, if he carries on with that record, he's gonna be top of this list, get forty goals in the league, and you know, if he scores with every touch, he's gonna he's gonna well, he's be a centre. Yeah, just like
0: Ronaldo's going to, yeah. right? You know, it's no question.
1: That's what you that's what you do when you use one week of data. It's obviously gonna be uh, be there for the whole season. Uh yeah, really, really impressive. Uh, the, the, just the thing with Palace, I, I mean I I think I still prefer Gallagher anyway. He's got set yeah. pieces, he's playing very advanced, five five midfielder. Extra point for a goal, all that kind of stuff. I think he I think he's just genuinely a great asset. It's just the fixtures are just so up and down for, for Palace. Like I guess you I guess it doesn't really matter if it's just gonna be play captain and just kind of leave. But like Liverpool, Brighton, Leicester, Arsenal. Like it's great look. It's not it's not yeah, terrible, no, but it's not amazing. Right. They've
0: got two home games in the next six, which are Brighton and Newcastle. Brighton being the the Derby, of course, but actually mm. they're poor, aren't they? Liverpool way Leicester at home. And city away, you're not going to get much. And then wolves, those three. and
1: then wolves as well. So like in the next one, two, three, four, five, six, in the next seven games, the only game I really fancy Edouard or Gallagher to, to have a good match is Newcastle at home. I think they can chip in with the odd goal, odd assist, and stuff. Obviously, they're not going to lose every game for you. Know, they've, they've been too good for that. But when you're investing in a player, you you want to see at least a couple of games of, of green. And I think when you've only got one game in like eight, where you think this. That's the one they're gonna get returns in. I think it's a it's a a void.
0: I think it'd be in hard. I mean, I think I think Leicester at home, Arsenal away, Newcastle. I think he could get Gallagher could get something in those games, but I think we need more evidence, don't we? I think it's too early to jump on Edward or or even Gallagher, maybe mm. based on those fixtures. I think there were there are probably better options who well, Gallagher, you know, if he's a 5-5, five, five, he's going to be your fifth mid, then maybe. But if if you've got to start him every week with those fixtures... I don't, I don't,
1: think, there's, I don't like, think there's anything wrong with them. I just think if, if I saw in that eight that there was like four games that there was like good bankable fixtures in, I'd probably say I think he's the perfect enabler and we should really strongly be considering getting him in. I just don't feel the need to like massively say we need to move for them based on the fixtures. But I think if you're wildcarding and you need an enabler, yeah, I yeah. think he's, he's, oh, he's yeah. a good pick.
0: Definitely. Because he's on sure. set pieces as well, Gallagher as well, isn't he So
1: it's just great. He, he's, just, he's just a great player. I really like watching him. Really exciting. Great great signing for them.
0: Okay. Um, we've done that. We've done that. What have we got to do? This? What do we normally do around this time? I'm trying to, yeah. trying to remember <laughs> what it is. Uh, it's completely slipped my mind. Um, yeah, okay. It's the predictions. Shall we do that? I mean, th- that's enough of that, though. No, I mean, this is ridiculous. So if you don't know, if you're new to the show, basically every week, as and I predict the scores, and then we've got this fantastic guy in the community, FBL Portnudo, who logs those scores and keeps a record of how we're doing. And up until now, I've just about pipped as and had about a 50% accuracy of my outcomes. And this week, I stuck to it, consistent, 50% accuracy of my outcomes, two scores correct. But as, like some kind of...
1: I don't know, Like I don't I don't know what's happened.
0: <laughs> some kind of Nostradamus Jack Whitehall has come along with a 90%
1: outcome. I know. Crazy. I know. And one of those was Palace. Nine
0: outcomes correct.
1: Nine out of ten, right? Yeah. One of them was Palace. I got Brighton to win, which I was happy with. Um, Wolves to beat Watford, which was happy with. And, and Liverpool to beat Leeds. So, I mean... Yeah, I I don't know. I feel a bit I feel a bit strange. I mean, I, I to be fair, I'm the ninety percent. It's great, but I am really happy with that predicting that Palace win. Yeah, that was that was that was, was, that, was that was a big one for me. Um, and going for Brighton, I, I don't think my dad predicted a, a Brighton win. I think he was a bit more pessimistic. Uh, but you yeah. said not only did you predict the Palace win, you said it would be a wake up call for Spurs, and
0: it mm. couldn't have you couldn't have said it better. It absolutely was not in a big way. I mean, three 0 So. Yeah, I mean that that score and the Brighton result was the one that I looked at the others and to be honest, they're bleeding obvious, aren't they? Yeah, that no, that's, that
1: <laughs> but those that's two. the thing. You can you can you can sometimes try and be a bit clever with these, and you know, or you can go like uh, Lawrence and on these, but just always predict wins for like the top mm. six and, and never deviate from it. Um, but yeah, ninety percent is. Yeah, and the only team that let me down was West Ham v Southampton, which I thought was an absolute banker as well. So does I. But
0: there you go. So you're up to 58% correctness. Um, So listen up, notebooks out, because as is about to predict the scores and outcomes for game week five, as am I. So we'll start with Newcastle Leeds. It's the Friday game. I predict a a cracking game here because, I I mean, neither can defend, right? We know that. They've Mm. both got injuries. Um, I mean, Newcastle don't have Wilson, which could hold them back a bit. But I think Leeds at the back are quite generous right now. Uh, They've got injuries. Stroik, you know, has his band as well. I thought that might be overturned, but it's not as of today. So you're right, they could line up with Alien and Cooper. Um, and then who comes in at right back, would you say? I don't know. I'm trying to think who would, who would play right back. Shackleton, would he turn up there? I don't know what they're going to do. Um, is Cock fit? Is, 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 is he available or is he flagged at the moment? Have a look. I, I haven't heard um, from him, so I presume I he's out he injured is. as well. So they are in trouble. No, he's out. So Lorente, Koch and Stroik out. So I presume they will have to play Alien at centre back, and then bring in Shackleton can, at right. Can Dallas back, play right back? Oh yeah, Dallas could. Of course, he'll play Dallas. He'll play Dallas over there. Won't
1: that it? That weakens yeah. the midfield. Uh, do yeah. you know what? I'm. I've predicted a Leeds win here, but I think Leeds could be in a relegation battle this year. No, oh, come on. Did you actually think they're that good? Yeah,
0: I think they're a great team. St- yeah, I do. I think they're a great team. Still,
1: I think it's interesting that the. People last year are saying how brave they are. And this year, maybe people, the romanticism's gone a little bit and actually people saying, you know, a bit naive at times. Like they take on the big teams and they get battered every time. It's, mm. it's getting a bit ridiculous. They've got a run of games now where if they don't pick up points, they're going to get sucked in.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with them, that. I,
1: I backed them to win before everyone starts saying that I hate leads that like they do whenever I say a team's going to lose. Um, I think Leeds are gonna win this game and I, you know, I'm backing them not to get sucked into a relegation battle. But are they are they gonna kick on from last season? I don't I just don't know if they're if they're that Furpo doesn't look amazing. Bamford might regress a little bit. No. You know, you think Bamford's gonna get what, 17 that. goals again? It's defensively the, the defense is just awful. Cooper is not that good. Lorente is always injured. Eiling is not a centre back. I agree with you. They need they need Koch
0: back and they need Strike back to give them some bit of depth there. Um, so I got. I mean, they're there for the taking. It's unfortunate. I mean, the timing of this good fixture run is unfortunate for them because they go into it with confidence and injuries. Right, confidence low and injuries.
1: Yeah, that, well, that's in what absence, I mean. Right? So
0: they're not positioned well to exploit it, are they?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I just they need they need to win they need to win games and that's like the most stupid commentary that you ever hear in your life um but i think this newcastle game is a big big game for leeds because i yeah. think if they draw it like you're predicting or they lose it i think the pressure's going to start mounting up and second season is is often difficult in the premier league See, that that's interesting man i'm going to go back to the ticket at this point because um the fixtures for Leeds
0: is incredible, right? At the next six, they're top of the ticker with Newcastle, West Ham, Watford, Southampton, Wolves and Norwich. One of my potential routes this week is to spend four and get Rafinha and Bamford in and Semedo at the back, right? Mm. But that is going heavily on Leeds, right? And that goes against everything you've just said there. So would you think... Would my question to you is, is Leeds a worthy bandwagon or not at the moment?
1: I, honestly, I don't think it is. I'm seeing lots of people with free Leeds and Eiling, I think, is is rubbish like, as an op, as an FPL option. Rafina, I've said it multiple times on this podcast. I don't think he's he's the best FPL pick. I think he's cheap. His price is good hmm. at 6.5. Value, yeah. He'll tick over well for a 6.5 option, I think. But I don't think he's like an essential must-have pick who's going to regularly hit double-digit points. And I haven't seen stuff from Bamford to make me think that he's going to hit the heights of last season either. I think Rodrigo's lurking around as well. Is it... It is tricky. I mean, Leeds have had tough fixtures, don't you? Yeah, me well, that's wrong.
0: it. I think, the where were they on the ticker? Let's just go back to the the team attack. Leeds were 19th for these first four. So they basically had the second worst set of fixtures for the first four.
1: Mm. So bear that in mind. I mean, I think... It's it, it's just such a competitive league and so many teams have strengthened and Firpo and Dan James haven't made Leeds a, a massively better option, massively better unit for me. They, they had massive issues in, in defence that I really think they needed to address. Not sign like an attacking fullback and a, a pacey winger. Like they, they just weren't like the the things that they needed to... But like, Ireland can't play at centre-back in a Premier League team. He is not a centre-back. He's not good enough to play in that position. Cooper hasn't... Didn't prove it last season. Is struggling again. And I said, Lorente's injured all the time. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I... I'm looking at Leeds and thinking if this was this time last season, we'd all be jumping on them like massively. Bamford would be in, Rafinha would be in and all of that. But I'm not getting any of them.
0: Mm, I'll, yeah, I've got to admit, I mean, I am showing caution. I'm kind of sold on Bamford. I think you know, 17 goals, 11 assists, that's 28 mm. goal involvements. I'll say it now, Ronaldo, I don't think will get 28 goal involvements. I, I think he could get 25 goals and three assists maybe, but 28 goal involvements for... Yeah, you know, what was he a seven million striker last season? Is is outstanding?
1: Um, unbelievable season for Bamford. So I I think he's got. I love that how you've ma- I love how you've managed to make Bamford about Ronaldo as well. Well, no, it's a good point. <laughs>
0: I think it's a good point because if you look at, he got 190 points, right? And he was and he's good value this season. I don't necessarily think he willgress. It will depends if Leeds come out of this period with a revival. If they don't, then yeah, Bamford's not going to. If if they don't mm. recover, if they don't make the most of this run, Bamford's not going to get near his totals probably. But I do think we underestimate what Bamford did last season as a mid price striker. And that's what I'm saying, you know, going two big strikers up top will mean you're probably restricted about your third striker and you could miss out on a player like that or Calvert Lewin or Antonio who does that similar again and offers good value. So I, I I'm not unconvinced by Bamford. I still got time for him. Rathina equally, I think he suffered because of the fixtures. Hmm. Oh, so I still think as an attacking force, Leeds are going to make the most of this run. I think, but I'm hesitant. I've got to say, I'm hesitant.
1: Rafi Rafi is to play for me. I think if if you if you get get or if you've got him and you know holding him and stuff, like I think he should do pretty well over 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 these weeks. But I would have thought I thought at the start of the season when I saw this run for Leeds that I would I would bet any money on me having at least one of their players mm. in my side, and I don't, and I'm not particularly worried about it either. Which. Yeah. Says, You're not scared
0: about them, are you?
1: No, no, I'm not.
0: No, I'm disappointed because I, I thought the Liverpool game, we would see the real Leeds, but they were restricted by the 10 men. I think that's the problem, right? I think that sending off did change everything. I think Leeds could have staged a comeback without that, but it wasn't going to happen and Liverpool dominated. I'm going to go 2 all here. You've gone 2-1 uh, Leeds, right? So you've gone Leeds.
1: I've gone for Leeds, weren't you? Okay,
0: after all that. Uh, Wolves versus Brentford <laughs> Wolves versus Brentford you've gone the draw I'm normally the Brentford sympathist here but I've gone the 2-1 win for Wolves I do think Brentford might nick one but I think that we might see um, at last something from Trio and Jimenez I hope we do you know, I, I, I criticised him earlier in the show about what I've seen so far but I think this could be maybe the game um and then we got a Burnley versus Arsenal. We
1: both identical just, look. Just, just really quickly on Brent, on Brentford. Yeah, having watched like the extended highlights of all the games, the Brentford Brighton game was one of the best games of the of the week. I watched like, it all. Yeah, yeah, two really attacking sides going at it. Loads of chances for both clubs. I mean, Brentford are going to be absolutely fine this season. I think they've got so much about them. The defensive numbers are good. Yeah, I think Tony's going to eventually start scoring. He looks sharp and and is leading the line really well. Um, and yeah, I think I think the Wolves Brentford game will be a really, really good game. Um, but what do you think could, about Bomo, what do
0: you think about him? Do you think I should keep him? <laughs> no. and Bomo and Bomo, I can't say it. I've got to get rid of him. Well oh, you, you got to... as soon as I get rid of him, I'll pronounce it yeah. correctly.
1: <laughs> the fixtures are awful. That's mm. the thing for Brentford. Yeah. Um I mean I've got I've got Tony who I would still argue is a better option than him Bomo anyway. Um but yeah, I'm looking to get rid of him. Mm. Just, I just can't see too many goals being scored. But I don't think Brentford are gonna be whipping boys.
0: I just, he should have scored by now and Bomo—it's ridiculous. Uh, Okay, Uh, we've both gone 2-1 to Arsenal Hmm. in this one. Not much to say really. Burnley are poor, aren't they, at the moment?
1: They're just kicking the crap out of everyone. That seems to be their their strategy. I mean, you see the, the tackle on Richarlison. Yeah.
0: I mean bad, it? went right through him
1: what is that how is that not a, a booking I, I don't know yeah well soonest
0: um, wants to see more of that you see he loves Burnley yeah. he loves
1: know? it yeah I mean we were comparing them to Barcelona at the at the start of the season you uh, know pet Barcelona but yeah they reverted back to very much Burnley I think this season mm. um, yeah I mean Arsenal I think Arsenal they they did enough like they had loads of they had loads of shots against Norwich but couldn't convert them kept with a 1-0 win big relief for Arteta they look better with Gabriel and, and White back in the team, yeah. obviously. They've got too much quality, I would have thought, for for Burnley, but I still worry about them long term Arsenal. I don't think they're that they're that good No, either.
0: I think they've got a decent run of games. I think they'll come out of it now. And hopefully we see Saka Smith rowe start to pop as as options. Man City Southampton, uh no, sorry, Liverpool Palace. We've both gone three one. We're agreeing too much here. It's ridiculous. Is this, I don't this, pod, see your this has scores. been weird. This has I been don't weird. see your. I don't know what you've gone for. Um <laughs> so we both think Palace will nick one, but we just think the goal machine's too much, right?
1: Yeah, I, I had to give Palace one just because they've been really mm. good um so far. And you know, I I I think it's gonna be one of those games where the scoreline doesn't reflect the actual match. I think Palace will give it a real go, but there's there's too much quality at Liverpool for them for them to get troubled too much I would have thought
0: City Southampton you've gone the 3-0 I've gone 2-0 not too much to say there I think routine I would expect just don't think Southampton have got enough to hurt City
1: yeah we've said that for the last three weeks be fair. I mean we've underestimated Southampton against United and yeah. against West Ham as well but it's City isn't it Like it's it's, it's no it's no disservice to Southampton to think City is going to trounce most teams they play at home
0: but it's three shots on target I'll go back to it again that's ridiculous mm, I mean if yeah. you know I mean it. Crazy, Norwich Watford. This is a really tough one to predict. I do mm. fancy Watford. Actually, I was going to go on a away win. In the end, I've settled on a one-all. Oh. You don't see it. I do think Watford have got some. You know, Sars pace on the break could hurt Norwich, and Dennis is quick as well. Um, I don't rate either of these teams, and they do look destined for relegation, don't mm. they? To be honest, yeah. but
1: you've gone the one-nil and a pookie party, maybe. I'm I'm quite confident that this won't be a draw. All right, I think the team. I think a, one of these teams will go for it and win it. And do enough to to do it, and I think I think both teams will get relegated. Um, but I think Norwich ha- have. I just don't like Watford. Basically, there you go. i, I yeah. said and it. And it's, I, the, I, it's I, the
0: home crowd, home win. We've seen it earlier how it's affecting teams. So it's fair enough. To go it's, I, I,
1: I, it's, exactly. I went, I went for the home, the home, the home team. It's going to be what Sarr does in this game. If, yeah. if he's if he's on form, they can get something. If he's not, which he hasn't really been for the last couple of weeks, and they won't.
0: Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, and Villa versus Everton, you've gone the 2 all. I've gone the 2-1 goals in this game, definitely for Saturday evening. Mm. Um, I, I liked Villa at Chelsea. I mean, I've got to say, I thought that was an outstanding performance, really. They were very unfortunate to lose by the 3-0 scoreline. Um, McGinn was fantastic. Mm. Absolutely, he was best midfielder on the park. I mean, he didn't have Kante around him, so that helped. Kovacic was great, but McGinn stood out as well for me. Uh, and you so you called it with Watkins. I thought well, you play bro cash looks good in the new with the new system, if they're playing wingbacks, cash, like I said at the start of the season, I love cash.
1: <laughs> Some
0: Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think Cash is a good player.
1: that's like a dramatic pause as well. Really, well, I just really thought okay. I'd leave,
0: give you the opportunity to, to cut the video when you eventually do get
1: to don't it. Do get to don't even know how to do it, so oh, okay. you won't
0: I, I can always rely on in inetness with the <laughs> technology to save me. I'm sure someone out there will.
1: Oh, don't you start. <laughs> every, every bloody week.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, we're moving to Sunday and a potential Garden Centre game. Uh, yeah, if, you, if you're short of... Um, Barbecue bricks, then maybe get to uh, your local garden centre. But then you got West Ham and Man United at the same time. They're trying to confuse us for two games at two o'clock kickoff. Mm. And West Ham United is a game of want to watch. But going back to Brighton Leicester, I've gone one all. You've gone two 0 You just think Leicester beat you every time they play. You don't?
1: They he? do. It's, it's fact. Like if you're ever going to back on a on a team to lose, it's Brighton v Leicester. They just they always turn up against us. Vardy always does something. Madison always plays well against us as well. And we'll lose. Barnes, maybe? Is he going to break at last? Is nah. he going to do it No, He's going to... He's won't play, surely. Surely is going to come in at some point. i say every week until no, he does. I'm not going
0: to keep saying that. Uh, West Ham United, yeah. we've both gone 2-1. Hmm. Yeah, I think West Ham score. I mean, what are West Ham going to do? bowing up front, I guess, with Vlasic playing yeah, one it, side. and
1: It weakens them in, in more ways than just goals, I think, yeah. Antonio, because... Having that target man to you know get the ball out of defence and put some pressure on the back lines and force United to drop back, um, can't be under they, they just don't have anyone in the team like him. You know they're no. gonna have to play they're gonna have to play sort of a Ben Rama or a uh, yeah or um, Bowen up front, probably probably Bowen like you say. So I just don't think they're gonna have enough to to trouble United. But United are still a bit shaky. Yeah, uh, surely, no, sure. surely surely they win. Surely they win this
0: yeah I've gone 2-1 as well I mean I wouldn't be surprised if, if West Ham get a point out of it because they're not an easy team to play against and I do think Ronaldo in that, he's going to be in that little box with Ogbonna and Dawson, Suchik and Rice mm. it's like Land of the Giants he'll be up against so it, that is going to be a, a very different proposition <laughs> to playing against Newcastle I think I think he's going to find it tough they've got to they've get the supply right if he's going to do anything in that game unless West Ham make evers as well but we'll see um and Chelsea Spurs, I've gone 2-0. You've gone 3-0. So you just think you think it's all over the Spurs already, do you?
1: Well, I do in this game. I yeah. mean, they don't have Dier. They don't have Sanchez, always might come back. I think, what, what is it? like? And Romero is back like the day before Tanganga's the game. Tanganga's out, of course. Tanganga suspended. It could, they could end up with a centre-back pairing of Rodon and Ben Davies. That could genuinely be their centre-back Is it? No, Sanchez against... will
0: play, won't he? If he's, is he out? He's surely not. I thought he was coming back. Ooh. Well,
1: he's, he's still flagged on, on right. FPL. So it
0: could be Sanchez and Romero if they're lucky.
1: Well, R- R- Romero with one day of being back in in He's only in got, the got to play against
0: Lukaku. <laughs> he's a good centre-back, but it's not the first <laughs> game you want, is it, for well, debut? it's definitely
1: not. And and Rodon Full as well. It's, I, I don't know. It, if if they can get like Rodon and and Sanchez maybe or Romero and Sanchez or, or something that vaguely resembles a centre back pairing, then I'll drop it down to two nil. And you don't <laughs> see
0: Spurs scoring?
1: No, no way. <laughs> they've
0: only got they've only got world class Kane, 150 million striker up front, but no.
1: Doesn't doesn't matter if you can't get the ball to him. Right, so no yeah. chance. Chelsea yeah. clean sheet any day.
0: Well, you know, who might to doubt you with 9 out of 10 this week? We'll see how you get on. <laughs> uh, put your accumulators on now. Uh, let's look at the captains. Captain Matrix for the weeks ahead. Salah highlighted for this game week five as the preferred captain. There's plenty of options. I mean, what about this? What about, I mean, we're going to look at this week's captains in a bit, but what about uh, Jota as a as a differential captain for this week? If we, if we know he's mm. going to start um, and you get him in, if you've got Salah anyway, do you chance him? Is Salah missed a pen tonight? Um, you know, pens can't be relied upon. The, the, Would you the, trouble is,
1: the trouble is with Jota is, he's one of those players who just doesn't seem to reliably get points. And he should do because his stats mm. are great and he should have had two assists. But how many times have we said, Jota should have scored that game. Jota should have had two assists that game. He, he mm. should have done this. Whereas Salah just gets points. And there's no stat or metric for it. It doesn't really make any sense to me, but Mm. there are some players who just have everything going for them. They look perfect, but just aren't in that same bracket as some of these other, other guys. And for that reason, I think Jot is a great option, but I'd always pick Salah over him.
0: Okay. Here's another one for you. And he's a player I've added to the game week six. I've added him to game week seven, uh, eight as well, not seven, because I think City play Liverpool, don't they, in that game week. But, um, the you city rather, alexander arnold now how long mm. before we go actually he's 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 got to be a captain candidate right
1: yeah i've done it before i've done it before with trent and it's it's mostly paid off i think i think i've captained him four times and i think three of those times he's he's delivered um he's he's, al- he's always a threat he's always a threat you, you can always get a, an assist or a free kick goal mm. anything like that so i i am genuinely looking at him differently this season as well. This season he isn't, we, we've said before, really, he's not a 7.5 defender really. He's a 7.5 mid with with clean sheet points. Mm. And it's a very kind of simplistic way of looking at it, but I just don't see it as captaining a defender. He, he's just, he's he's not, he's just not a defender. Um, I think there's there's a, there's a great call to it. it it's just, but it just comes down to that same thing. Would you captain Trent over Salah?
0: Well, maybe Would, not, but maybe in a game where a clean sheet is looking more likely. I mean, they have got Brentford away in game week six and Watford away in game week eight if they were home games you would really consider but, it but a Way game games they, maybe not But that's,
1: yeah I mean a game where they're looking more likely to having a clean sheet that was normally an easier fixture yeah, where you'd back yeah. Salah to get more goals that's, all, that's always the trade off with okay, so. it. you're always you're always worried that you're going to miss out on a big Salah, a Salah you know a Salah hat trick or something mm-hmm. and Trent just gets six or nine or something like that it's going to come down to if he <clears> remains as consistent
0: as he is is he He's going to be like the consistent captaincy pick. where sellers are more explosive, and you're always yeah. going to favour the attack. Right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's just crazy to what he's doing at the moment. Um Okay, let's look at this week's data for the captain candidates. Uh, minutes per xG non penalty. There's only one player got to be top. It's got to be Ronaldo, 15 minutes per shot off his first game. But it's one game week's data. We we can't, what can you what can you do with that? <laughs> Surely we don't. But uh, we are going, Salah. Do you see any other options here? We're looking at the we're looking at the data and thinking, okay, the Newcastle defense looks the most you know, obliging, should we say? And obviously Bamford goes to Newcastle, but mm. with the injury concern, or the concern about Bamford, maybe he's not going to be an option unless we know else and be else. But what's interesting here? Spurs' defense is weak according to this data, second mm. to Newcastle. In the Captain Candidates opponents, uh, minutes per XG conceded, non-penalty, 55 minutes per XG conceded. Lukaku at Spurs isn't a crazy choice after all. If you haven't got the Salah option, Lukaku's not bad, is he? It's it's quite close, I think, between Lukaku and Ronaldo now, the second choice.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm doing the FPL show tomorrow and, and Tom, um, who organised it, he's, he's already listening, hi Tom, uh, said to me, you know, we're going to have a big discussion tomorrow about captaincy. Hmm. Uh, you know, can you see anyone other than Ronaldo or, or Salah? Nah, <laughs> not really. I mean, Lukaku, yeah. I mean, Lukaku it is an option, I think, but away at Spurs, I just think away at Spurs should be a trickier game, really, than Liverpool. But you just said Palace.
0: it's 3-0 Chelsea. Yeah, I know. Well he's gonna score if that's 3 0 Chelsea, isn't he? Good point. Yeah.
1: I don't know. You've you've got to think of it in terms of like the, the predictions are, are a bit different because I can kind of say what I think, but you, you have to think of it maybe like you would do a bet and odds and, and stuff like that. Like Yeah. I'd be I'd be less surprised if Spurs drew with Chelsea than I would be if Palace beat Liverpool or drew Liverpool Of course, like of yeah. course. Yeah. Um that's the point I'm trying to make. So yeah. I mean, I mean, Lukaku is going to bully Spurs. No question about it. Also, the question is how do Chelsea set up against Spurs? You know, it's inferior, a, a bigger side. Do they go a bit more defensive? Do they see out a one or two nil and, and kind of go for it? Whereas Liverpool are going to want to get goals against Palace and so they might be a bit more expansive. Also, Palace are a very expansive side anyway. Mm-hmm. And Spurs have shown under Nuno they're quite a defensive unit. So they could end up frustrating Chelsea. Whereas, Palace are probably going to go for it I, I would have thought a, a bit more which Well it seems that's
0: Vieira's approach right he, mm. he got they got beaten at Stamford Bridge 3-0 didn't they and, and yeah are you, I, I think you're right it's very difficult to look beyond Salah but if I was if I was going to go Ronaldo or Lukaku I think it's quite close because I do think that Yeah for sure I mean I, I just look at every game and think well I think we're, I guess we're going to look at every game and go Ronaldo and Lukaku can score in this game right mm. apart from City away and maybe City at home you'd think that they're going to get a goal, don't you? There's not there's not an opponent that you think would, would make them struggle for their you know, chances. Um, but yeah, I, I I, see, I think Lukaku will score again. I, I really do. I, I do fancy I'll get something from him, but I'm not going to captain him over Salah. Yeah.
1: What about Torres? I, 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 I am tempted by Ronaldo, to be fair. Are as, you? As, as, captain, as captain. Yeah, but I think like we've talked about, I think I will end up going for Liverpool just because I think they're the better team at this at this point. Oh yeah. yeah. Torres? Torres? Um,
0: Torres. Played tonight, which is interesting.
1: Is he playing tonight? Is yeah, he... started yeah. in the
0: nine again tonight. Mm. But oh, maybe, maybe we're going to be doing this all season. Going, oh, He's going to lose his place eventually. Game week 36, Torres has got 24 goals. He's going to lose his place eventually. I mean, sooner or later, we've got to admit that it's his, he's got it nailed down. And then I guess the question then, even, even if he is nailed down number nine, they've had nine different goal scores this season. So the, Unlike Lukaku at Chelsea, and we think Ronaldo at United, the goals are going to be shared out wide, aren't they? For City, a lot of players can contribute, and that mm-hmm. perhaps isn't going to be the case. Well,
1: certainly not the case for Chelsea.
0: So, and do got, you think that got, hurts
1: him? Yeah, it does. And the fact they've got Foden and, and De Bruyne back now means more players that can do stuff. It's De Bruyne can be pushed up, Gundogan can be pushed up. Starting tonight is is interesting because um, I mean he was subbed early in in the last game. About, about 60 minutes. And I think that's a concern with him is that maybe when things aren't going their way yeah. or Pep wants to change things Sterling's up. Sterling's on the bench, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's always going to be, you're always going to be worried around the 60, 70 mark if it's nil-nil mm. or or one-nil, you know? So you, you kind of need him to get his points early. Uh, I, I I don't, I, I think, again, good 7 million option, but not, not captaincy material.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see. I think there'll be a point where we are going to start trusting him. I mean, you know, I've got a, a p- potential option the Toys this week we'll talk about that when we look at my team but we're going to start at your team first um, so this is what you've got at the moment you haven't made your moves in this team so it's Sanchez, Trent Veltman, Souffal Salah captain Greenwood, Grealish Benrama, Tony Antonio is flagged and Ronaldo at the moment right so what what are you thinking?
1: So my bench is Simicass, Livramento and Gilmore. obviously I can't play Simicass, and I can't play Livramento because you've got City so Gilmore can come in for Antonio <laughs> We've been talking about this podcast. Uh, I, he didn't play the last game. He's being saved for Watford. They've signed a new DM, which could. Not Jeff All right? Yeah, yeah. Which could push Gilmore potentially more, more advanced. I mean, let's, let's not go too much hard on Gilmore. Um, I don't think he's ever scored a, a goal in, in, in his. He could do a basuma for you, couldn't he? Imagine. He could do, that. Well, this is, this is it. I've just got, I've just got a funny feeling about him. Um, but what what I am looking at doing is is doing Simacas up to Samedo. Um, so that means basically I can bench one of Veltman, Sufal or Gilmore. Sufal's got United at home. I'm really not fancying a clean sheet for West Ham in that game. He has got some assist potential. Veltman, I think Leicester are going to get battered. Um, oh, sorry, I think we're going to get battered by Leicester. Uh, and I've got the double up as well. Um, although Veltman it is, it is nice with Veltman you know when, it, when a player gets booked and gets bonus you know they're doing well on the, mm. on the BBS because often that kind of completely yeah. crucifies them um, so at the moment I'm leaning to doing Simakasa-Samedo benching Sufau and playing Gilmore
0: okay you got the but, money for that have you?
1: yeah I've got 1.2 in the bank um, other things I've thought about were maybe doing Veltman up to James which oh, I could l- do quite like that which I do quite like um, so that means, but then it means I'm keeping Simicas, Uh but yeah and then who do I play so then I'm bringing Gilmore in for Antonio anyway and I'm losing Veldman who's actually been quite good for me and I think he's mm. quite a good option at, at wing back um, yeah that's it I mean that's basically it or I do Antonio to Jimenez they're, they're my options but I'm not going to do um, no sorry not Antonio to Jimenez um, Tony to Jimenez because mm. Tony's just kind of his there his fixtures
0: are poor aren't they coming up
1: yeah, he's just kind of there and like, I kind of feel like I've always got like other moves I want to do, but he's just not going anywhere and he's not scoring many goals and he's, he's looking all right, but the fixtures are so tough. So yeah, Tony to Jimenez or Veltman to James or Simacasta to Semedo. I you think any, th- I think any of those moves gets me points, so
0: Just a reminder, it's a Friday deadline, as you've got to make up your mind soon. So keep an eye on Twitter for that. Um, I'm in a similar situation. I've got two free transfers, right? So it's time to move towards the team that I'm looking for by game week seven. Um, This is what I've put together so far. These could be my moves. Um, Jota in for Bruno and Cancelo in for Simicast. So that would give me Sanchez, Trent, Aylin, Shaw, Cancelo, Mbomo, Salah, captain, Yota, Saab, Rama, Lukaku up front, Um, Veltman as my only active player on the bench, Antonio on the bench, save for the Leeds game, and beyond. Um, I don't know if it's going to be Cancelo, though. It could be James. Cancelo played tonight, which is frustrating, so I was hoping it's Inchenko would come in and he would get the rest. Hmm. Now, it'd just be like Pep to hurt me again. I mean, he has already given me a good idea in this season. Why am I going back there? <laughs> that he could play... Um, Zinchenko left back again and put Walker back in because Walker got the rest tonight and it'll be Cancelo's turn to get the rest. Back in my head though, I'm thinking, uh, he said last season Cancelo can play every game. He talked about his stamina and his energy.
1: He's been superb as well. Yeah, this and
0: Cancelo can do damage against Southampton, right? He, he can get me something in that game. He's probably overdue another attack in return. So it is tempting to take the chance uh, and then I've got Veltman coming on if, if Cancelo doesn't turn up. But also I'm looking at James, of course, away at Spurs, and I do think Chelsea could get the clean sheet there, and James could be as he was at Arsenal in the points away from home. The other option is I go tomato in, Rafinha in for Fernandez, uh, and then I can go and um, Perica to Bamford and give myself, ooh, yeah, for a minus four. But then I've got the two Leeds players Friday night,
1: triple Eiling as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, and I don't have Jota, and I I do want Jota. The, 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 it just feels better for me if I'm getting rid of Bruno to do it for Jota because Jota, I think, up front for Liverpool against yeah, Palace and Brentford, presumably, he's going to get the next two. Could be really good. I think I got away with it against Leeds, but I think there's a big score coming
1: for Jota, I think. I, I, think
0: I, I quite I liked... It. Um,
1: so who was it in the chat so I can give them credit? Uh, oh, I can't remember. I can't see who he is now. Um, someone said in the chat to me, fix your weakest link first. Which mm. I think is just excellent advice. Oh, of course, all around. that's what we should do. Yeah, probably the advice that we should be giving on on this. Mm. Um, I mean, your weak links are well Mbomo Well, yeah, and but Simikas I've got I've right. Fernandez right. Jota's a weak link. Sorry, Fana- well, you, you, you've confused me because this isn't your team. This is no, your of not the team the team you want. But f- yeah, Fernandez and Bomo and and Simikas, You could lose all three of those yeah. and really strengthen those with, with just a. Minus four, right?
0: Yeah, and Bomo's gonna go, but he's got Wolves away and then he's got he's got another favourable game after that, which isn't too bad. Let me just check what that is. He's got, um, got
1: Liverpool. Liverpool after that.
0: Uh he has got the next two are okay. Oh no, yeah, he's got wolves. No, they're not they're not okay. Wolves they're not okay no. So he's got wolves one. And more then Liverpool. Game. Yeah. So I wanna I <laughs> yeah. mo- I wanna move off him. But I guess the idea is that obviously Antonio comes in from Bomo next week. Right? I don't need to play I can play I'm gonna play Antonio. I don't need to play Bomo because suddenly I've got a bit of depth there, right? So I either sell him next week or I bench him. That's the situation I want to get in. I want to get in the situation where I've got Saar or Mbomo as my sub, not both of them in the team because they rotate okay mm. and Saar's still got good fixtures. But you're right, bomo has got to go soon. But I think I'll hold him for this one. Um, but it's, it's, you know, I've got to, if Bruno's going to go, it's really got to be for this game, I think, because I think it is a tough game for them. And I want to capitalise on Jota while he's in the team. Um, mm. But I could go Torres in, and then Antonio to Ronaldo if I wanted to. In you know free transfers, get Ronaldo in, get if Torres did, in. Midfield. If you
1: did that after, you forgive me? Two black boxes. Yeah, I'd forgive. It would be hilarious. I don't yeah, want do. to
0: because I don't. That's all my cash gone, and then I'm stuck with Mbomo and sa And I'm I'm moving. I probably couldn't afford to move to Gallagher because he's gone up, you know. And I'm, I'm scratching around for funds. So I would have to downgrade Shaw, and you know, I I wouldn't be able to get the two Chelsea defenders that I want. So That's you know, so it's a funny. lot of That's compromise. That's so
1: funny it? that you've you've <laughs> slating him again all all episodes. Well, I'm
0: not, not going to do it, but I could do. I'm, I'm probably you know, Magnus is doing just that. I'd imagine
1: um, he's but, not going to keep a Bamyang, is he? No,
0: exactly. So I I could do it, but I just don't I don't like not being able to move for the likes of Jota mm. and the Chelsea defence later down the line. So I think, I think this is what I'll go with. It's whether or not it's Reese James or Cancelo. That's a tough call. I, I like
1: I, I really like them both. Mm. I think if you're not planning a wild card in Game Week 7 though, then probably Reese James is the one I'd favour.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the position I want to get in. I want to go into Game Week 7 with the wild card and three Chelsea players. And I think that will give me... Then it's down to what I do with a wild card later. Can I make yeah. it count?
1: So I think I think it. you go I think you go James in.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking that now. If Cancelo didn't play tonight, I would have done him, but mm. I think it's too risky now. And I do fancy a Chelsea clean sheet in that one. The only trouble is in you know, I'm taking two Chelsea players into the city game, but that could be one nil or nil nil or, you know, mm. I don't know. It's difficult to read that one.
1: Would you yeah. Yeah. I I I like it. I think Jota and James all would be proud, to be fair. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's look at the leagues. Um, this guy, Ryan Quinn, who's top of our league, every podcast I've listened to this week, he's had a shout-out. He's in all the other leagues, as He's in all of them. So basically, Traitor. this guy is uh, he's probably the most famed FBL manager this week all over the place, all over content creators. Well played, Ryan. He's fourth in the world.
1: Whoa. Because I think he was, was he about 30th or something last week? And he mm. was... Because I think he came on a, on, a, on a scout video I was doing and was asking for advice. No, and just I'm just going like, to check, but I'm pretty no, sure... No, not pretty giving sure. you any advice. You're... I'm pretty
0: sure he's fourth in the world because that's what people have been saying. Um, but then that would mean that um, Ahmed Abdu in second on 368 would be high as well. So that, that would mm. mean our league is doing very well. But Ryan, Ryan Quinn, let's have a quick look where he is in the world. Um, maybe this is correct. Yeah, no, he's 21st in the world, so he's dropped down since then, since I heard. I think it was always cheating. At the time, he was fourth in the world, and obviously, Monday night has knocked him down again. So he's 21st in the world. Still, not to be sniffed at. Well played, Ryan. Um, Stay up there. Ahmed Abdu is in second, 368 points. And then Andreas Cavalli, 367. Alistair Houston, 366. And Fortune and Kuna, 366 as well. Yeah, big scores this week. Um, Ahmed Abdu had 92 so I'm going to see how he got that while we're in there. Let's have a, let's have a quick show of what he did 70,
1: there. I'm um, 70 points off. That's, that's catchable.
0: Oh, he played his <laughs> wild card, did Ahmed. He played his wild card and he came in with the, he's got the freemium. He has got it. He hasn't got Alexander-Arnold, but he's got Sal Ronaldo and Lukaku. And he had Damari Gray as well. What do you make of Damari Gray, by the way? We haven't talked about him. Um, he's another 5-5 option. It's another Lingard all over again, isn't it? It's like, well, the, the stats say this is impossible to maintain. And yet he's had three shots on target and scored three goals.
1: I know how people felt last year about Lingard now that I've seen tomorrow great. He irritates me every week. I'm Like, you shouldn't be scoring. Stop scoring. Ah, oh, yeah. I mean, again, 5.7. What do you really need from him? You need a goal every other game. The goal every three games is so cheap. I think, I think he's a decent pick. I'd still pick Decore, though. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: He has, he has been a player transformed to Corey. Um, you know, He's getting in the box and he's a quality player, we know, and he's creating stuff as well. Uh, in the Apprentice League, I've cut myself off there in the graphic, but I am top um, and by five points, I think it is. Let's just bring the league up here. Sorry about me cutting, cutting my name off in the league there. But we basically, order is restored there. Um, it's me and Az out on top. Natalie in third, 286, some 16 points behind Az. And then we've got Henry bringing up the rear on 279. They both played their wild card. They did. Um, and Natalie had a much better impact with 71 points to Henry's 54, which is what we predicted, wasn't it? Um, I just felt that Natalie's advantage with the data, with the ticker, with the wild card was stronger. She had Twitter input as well, Was Henry hasn't had any of that. And I think it's, that shows, right?
1: I think Henry would have done even worse if he hadn't made the changes that he made sort of quite late on as well, because... The team he showed us last week was, was quite weak and mm. it looked like, I still didn't love it, but he he did definitely strengthen it. Whereas Natalie's team looked like a good, a good solid wildcard team. So um, I think with the wild cards now played, it's advantage Natalie.
0: Yeah, I think as the game weeks go by and we've said this before, as the data matures and we get more data there, you can get more from it. Her advantage begin to tell. So I would predict that in about a few weeks' time, the gap between them will be 30, 40 points. But we'll see. We'll see. No pressure on you, Natalie. And then I think we've got to start to consider, well, okay, let's see if I can introduce Henry to some of the tools to see if we can start bridging the gap. Um, and we've got to decide how to play it in terms of what we give Henry access to. Will it be Twitter? Will it be the members area? Will it be the ticker? We'll have to mm. see. So we'll see if Natalie yeah, extends good, good the trailer. lead as yep. expected. Um, okay, uh, let's talk about uh, the Green Arrow Charity because, of course... I owe some money to this this week because I bet didn't. What did I bet? Um, did well, I bet, um, <laughs>
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave. chance this. for to Gloat. Here we go. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna leave this to the chat, right? Because there was a bit. We've had a bit of a debate, haven't we, on, on Twitter? So, firstly, the FPL challenge uh, we mention every week. It's the uh, charity from uh, the United Nations, which is um, helping to feed starving people across the world. So, sharethemill.org, and basically, every time you have an FPL game with a green arrow. Uh, you donate some money. So Mark and I are donating £5 each every time we get a green arrow. Um, you can donate as little as 65p um, to help out as well. Just a really nice cause that makes you feel better and doing doing your part. Um, last week, Mark and I had a little side bet. So the two first bets. bet... Two bets, yeah. Two little side bets. The first one was pretty clear. And that was, I bet you that Ronaldo, if Ronaldo started, he would score at least one goal, which he did. So you'll be donating £10 to this charity. The second bet I made was uh, that Ronaldo would outscore Lukaku. Is that what you said? Yeah. So they tied on points. Then
0: you, you lost. You said he would outscore <laughs> Lukaku.
1: So I just assumed that would be a void bet, but it's been brought what, to my attention what on Twitter that, that, what that my wording think? may have implied I lost it. So we'll pass this over to the chat. Do you think that I lost it? or do you think technical draw, draw has lost
0: the bet uh, it's all in the wording I think it was wasn't it Steve Elbows who was the one who pointed out on Twitter that it was um, he came to my yeah, rescue Steve,
1: Steve Elbows doesn't get two votes in fact he, he's the one that grasped me up so he, he noodles should noodles have...
0: in lost yeah, uh, oh, yeah it's, it's look unanimous look it's unanimous pay up 10 of each there we go 10 each that's yep. fair
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it, it is for charity, so yeah. I'm not going to... Uh, of course. Not and going to I, and, and
0: you like making me the winner, don't you? Always.
1: No, that's fine. So um, <laughs> we will we will both be donating an extra £10 to to this yeah, charity this week. Of course.
0: Uh, do you want to have a bet this week? Do you want to have a bet that Lukaku will score and Ronaldo won't? Do you want to take that one? I'll give you that one. Another enough, enough, enough tenner
1: to the charity. Well, I, well you're going to bet I that bet Lukaku won't Lukaku
0: scores and Ronaldo doesn't. Do you want to take that one?
1: Well, oh, he's, he's not keen. So so, so, so you've got to get both of those right.
0: No, I, Lukaku's got to score and Ronaldo has got to blank.
1: Yeah, so both so of if, Rina- if Ronaldo scores or Lukaku blanks, I win.
0: Yeah, go on, I'll give you that. I think Ronaldo mm. will blank at West Ham. Yeah,
1: deal. All
0: right, another tenner on the line there. We'll have to do this every <laughs> week. I'm going to be potless. You watch, stuff's going to I'm disappear behind, behind me. Bloody, <laughs> bloody money! I got, I'll, I've had to sell that monitor behind me because I've been losing all my money to charity for stupid bets with Lukaku. Uh, well, it's Ronaldo, really, isn't it? <laughs> Um, okay, so we are going to do a uh, Q&A after bad bets here, people. Yeah, I'm on a roller, winning streak and all that. Um, I'm not, <laughs> am I? What am I thinking? Um, we are going to do a QA and a after the one show. One of
1: the Yeah, exactly.
0: Very lucky. But no, I'll, I'll let Az get his money back. We are doing a Q&A after this show. We are right?
1: doing a Q&A. Yeah, we haven't, done, we haven't done one in a while. So no. if you're if you're interested in, in firing some questions, then stick around for that. We've also got something really cool, which is this community tournament from mm-hmm. Greyhead that we've been talking about quite a while for quite a while. And um, the other day they did the draft, so it's essentially um, I think it's twenty-four managers or something pick from an MVP list, which includes yeah. great like Fabio, uh, Slippers, uh, Magnus, all these guys, and it, it works as a kind of snake draft. So well, you, I can I
0: can show you I can show you how it worked. Um, these these were the managers that were available um, to the teams, and if I'm right in saying the teams are basically made up of different FBL managers and they score yeah. points based on how many points those FBL managers get.
1: Exactly. So so you have you have a, a squad of of managers and they all accumulate points and then you go against other teams who have squads of other managers. It's it's an absolutely excellent tournament. And if you haven't if you haven't taken part in it before, then you know get involved in it next time it comes around and we'll be mentioning it on these streams and stuff. So it, it's just a fun community engagement thing. Um so in the QA we're going to be presenting who the draft order uh, was yeah, I mean, um, look at those
0: names there. You I probably mean, think you know, Tom or Fabio would be first pick out. You would maybe yeah. I would be in the running for the first pick yeah. out. That's, I mean, what, that's bit... what a reasonable person would
1: think. Right? Well, the big battle would be who would people pick first, Mark or, or myself? And obviously, the obvious answer is Mark, but um, we will see, won't we, Mark? Let's just say wait
0: and see. You know, <laughs> stick around for the QA and afters, we'll be revealing you all an, was an absolute, yeah, it's an absolute ridiculous <laughs> situation. I don't know what's going on here. But we we're talking about that in the Q and A. So yes, yeah, stick around. We're going to end this uh, episode. We're going to take a drinks break and come back in five minutes' time for a live Q and A. We'll be taking some questions um, in chat, and then we'll be revealing this this ridiculous situation with the draft. I don't, know, I don't know how it happened, to be honest. But it's going to be a great tournament regardless. I'm sure. Um, but for now, it's smashing likes, as isn't it? oh sure we're nearly is? at 20k subscribers right? we we're are nearly we there. are we are nearly Suits there are getting ironed or whatever it is you dry clean a suit don't you
1: yeah that's it yeah, yeah don't don't, don't, don't iron it if no. you put some <laughs> uh yeah i think we're at 19.6 at the time of recording obviously we really want to get to 20k that'd be amazing so if you haven't uh subscribed to the channel yet then please do and also like this video and drop us a comment we love reading all your comments um as well uh, and yeah just help support the channel and all of that so do
0: that it now. will be marvellous and as soon as we get to 20k we will be in suits to celebrate that um, and uh, then you know, it's onwards it's onwards from that thanks so much for joining us tonight um, we will join you as always next week uh, or is that looking tenuous Ooh. as we're looking a bit dodgy for you I, next week I think it? it's
1: more than tenuous I, right. I don't I physically don't think I'll be able to do next week I'm, I'm moving house on Thursday and I've, it's going to be a pretty stressful week so uh, shall I try and get Luke in what do you think get yeah transfer yeah. See if he's the, tr- the trouble is if he's too good, which he probably will be, and well, that's then everyone the thief, calls it? Every That's why I don't
0: want to have a week off because I no, know that you and Luke worry. would just be brilliant. So, yeah. Nah,
1: i joking. No, if, if Luke's up for it, get Luke or, yeah. you know, or, or, yeah, fill me in with, with someone. But I, I think I'm, I'm probably out next okay, week.
0: Okay. Well, we'll miss
1: you as first um, well, First one I've missed in 40, 45.
0: Yeah. Or we might we might be able to do it. We'll see how it is. We'll try and hold fire, but it won't be the same without as. But I'll see if we can get somebody in and run the show anyway. But for now, it's a good night for me. Good night, everyone.